Friday afternoon. I'm Eddie Urigan on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600. KIBA, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 here for a Friday afternoon. Uh, you can see D. Dowd Musk on TV, but I don't know that you can see me yet, but uh, I will be popping in. It'll be a, it'll be a fun three hours um, <clears throat> in so many ways. We've uh, got our, a very special one-year anniversary of the political lynching of uh, one, uh, I guess that would be Taylor Locker. So we'll talk about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Dowd, uh, how are you doing this afternoon? You, you available? Uh, I'm there here. Is. I'm, you are I'm there. here. I'm All functioning. Right. Um, I literally just started the stream over here. It's been a very busy day. Comcast has been in the studio uh, most of the day. Um, first, let's start there. Uh, who provides your uh, service there, D-Dowd Muska? Uh, I am uh, hoping to be a future ex-Comcast customer after Murder Mike informed me about uh, Lobo Internet. Yes. Lobos! The Lobos are bad. They're going to be great this year. They're going to take it all. Lobo Internet. So, um, Folks, I signed up with a five-year contract with Comcast. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to start here only because... Look, I just found found out. Look, I just saw my. Look, I have a stain on my shirt from the laundry. <laughs> Unacceptable I, in Eddie so, Aragon land. I am. This is not. I am not happy. This is this. This is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm. I pride myself on making sure that every time I wear my I wear my shirts once, they must be washed and I must they must smell amazing when they pop. I don't know what it is, but they got to smell amazing when they pop out of that that dryer. I don't know what it is. I just they got to smell like clean clothes. I just like. That's, that's disappointing as we get started there. God's been sending signals, or maybe he hasn't, or maybe I've been cursed. We Earlier in the week, we found a penny. When I say we, me, okay, I'm fastidious beyond anybody's wildest imagination. Um, it's ridiculous. Everything has this place. You're going to hear a good story here, so just just hang with me, okay? I'm, I'm, indulge me one last time here on this uh, quest of the last two and a half years. This all began two weeks, about a week and a half before the state party chairmanship. I believe the date was November 29th. And the transmitter at the very top of the crest, which is 10,600 feet hanging above there, Two individuals ran up to the top of that and they took down the transmitter. Now I was oriented or set up or whatever. There's two wire hangers holding together the radio station. And, you know, I've, I've, I've rented from one deadbeat and to just to be renting from another deadbeat, but literally use the word dead. <laughs> and there's a karmic sort of reality that happens when you face me. I, do, I don't know how to explain it, but I have a tremendous amount of faith in God. It, doubt is, 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 doesn't even acknowledge it, doesn't even care. It's not, it's not, that's not the point. I, I think about things a little bit differently, but it's all the same universe. It's karmic, it's all these other things. Oh, oh my sister's calling. So I, my sister rarely calls. I'm gonna take this phone call real quick. Dad, you just go set up the show. Uh, hello, I'm on the air. Welcome to the Kiva, okay. ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, 1600 AM, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Alba, is there an R? Is there one hour, zero R's, or two R's in, in, in Albuquerque, as we recently uh, learned on, on I-40? Uh, thanks for joining us on this Friday, 409 Mountain Time. 
here in the great American Southwest. And uh, Eddie and I are going to be talking about all kinds of issues today, including a, uh, we mark a special anniversary. Uh, it's not today, it's tomorrow, but of course, tomorrow's Saturday. So we're going to mark the one year anniversary. I guess that is the anniversary, right? Because it's anniversary means one year, not the two year or three year anniversary of the uh, kind of hit, hit job that was done on a good American, a good New Mexican who was just trying to look out for his country, been in the service for many years. I think he's part of a, in the national defense world as a civilian contractor now. Um, interesting bit of hysteria and identity politics that was played uh, one year ago tomorrow. We're going to hit that. Uh, hopefully we're going to have time to get into my new piece that's up at yes, we are chat have. Yeah. Uh, regarding uh, the, that's not so much the spaceport, but, uh, but economic development in our state. And um, can it get worse? Uh, can the bureaucrats <laughs> get more mobbed up with the Democratic Party? Can they be uh, more out of touch with reality? Turns out they can. They can indeed. And a brand new, uh, in fact, delivered to Eddie Aragon last night, Ooh, probably kind of late, 11, wow. 11, 12 o'clock wow. last night, Española police blotter. This is a long, long, long one. Uh, and it also involves um, a lot of shirtless men and uh, screwdrivers make numerous yes. appearances in the ESPA blotter this week. So yeah, we've got a fun-filled show. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, sort of uh, weapon of choice there. These screw People but, hanging but, out, just hanging out on the curbs with screwdrivers. I will say this. ESPA usually, it's kind of like mankind in a, in, in a pre-civilization era. In, in ESPA, there's a lot of sticks and rocks that are involved in the Española <laughs> police blotter. So a lot of sticks being thro thrown or hit canes and sticks hitting people and rocks being thrown at cars. We jump from say a Kubrickian, uh, uh, you know, 10,000, 100,000 years ago, something out of 2001, we leap ahead in the Espa blotter today oh, like to that. drone technology. So like while the there are the usual there, sticks and good. rocks, yeah. we also include a, a little item that includes drone technology. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing a little thus spake Zarathustra, right? <laughs> I think that's uh, what you're doing. Yeah. There. The obelisk. The obelisk. <laughs> he's, he's, tossing, to he's tossing the hammer, right? The <laughs> yes, hammer's yes. getting tossed into the air and it's. <laughs> oh, I'm going to watch that again. The bone becomes the spacecraft. Yes. That's well, that's, you know, Kubrick. it's kind of funny. That's kind of how you got your name. You know that, right? That's true. Hal. Yeah. yeah. Hal doesn't have any, he doesn't care about anything. You just, you just lost not, me for a second because my father named me after a Glenn Ford character in Frank Capra's last movie. So I, wow. I, was, I was going there and then all of a sudden I had to go back to. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're for the, there's the hell, <laughs> hell 9,000 and then there's the Dow 3,000. Yes. I'm not sure, Dave. That's not correct. Let me Dave. fact check that, Eddie. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, we deal in only truth. One of the, the things Dowd and I were talking about is like, Hey, you know, we probably talked more before the show today than maybe we've ever talked. Maybe. Uh, Since Angel Fire two years ago. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, we, <laughs> Dowd and I don't talk. It's like Dowd picks up the phone. Just so you know how this all goes. Dowd picks up the phone. He says hello. Or he said, what's up? It's like he's in the middle of something. He's working or reading or I don't know. Who knows? Deep it doesn't dive. matter. And I never ask him. It's like, hey, what's up, man? What's going on? What are you doing? It's like ne we have never asked each other what each other is doing. I've asked him to come over maybe two or three times at specific times that that's never happened. And I've never said, Hey, where were you? Like, there's nothing weird about our relationship. It's just like, well, I, he was busy. I was doing something else, whatever. Like I, I literally went out of my way to sort of ask for, I had to, I, I asked him for a piece of pizza. I'm like, can I have a piece of pizza? And when he said, yes, <laughs> that was the, that was the, the most amazing thing. I'm more like, generous than people give me credit for. Yeah, but he said yes, and I thought that was pretty cool. So anyway, we talked more before the show than we ever have. And I'm like, one of the things that makes our show good is that we never talk before the show. We don't talk until we do the show. Nope. And I don't say, well, here's what we're going to talk about. Here's what you're going to talk about. Like, it's just, just, just happens. 
radio just happens every single day on this radio station. This is a very special medium. This is a very special station. Uh, I am on three hours of sleep after being uh, on air or on with Comcast after I ripped seven or eight different people. I hope that those uh, recordings, uh, those calls were uh, stored for <clears throat> educational purposes or training purposes as they often uh, qualify those calls. Um, you know, it's the one party notification, uh, two party notification for any other thing. So when that transmitter came down, I was not in town. I was out of town at the time that the transmitter came down. November. November 29th. It was the last day, Thanksgiving, 2020. Right, not 2021, folks, 2020. Yeah, 2020 when this happened. And I think I declared for state party chair, I think, like three days before then. You know, I had to file whatever. And that transmitter came down with two guys who went to the top of the mountain at four in the morning on a Sunday. In the snow, by the way. Yep. In the We have snow. the video. Have yeah, the video's there. You saw everything. And we never got any follow-up. The man who owned the transmitter, I never, never got back on his transmitter. So I don't want it. I don't care. I don't need it. I'll just figure out something else. It's, it's okay, man. We're cool. Like, I <laughs> uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your life. That was short-lived. <clears throat> Let's leave it at that. So something karmic, and nobody ever really tried to help me at any point. Nobody ever really tried to go out of their way to say, hey, you know what? Eddie really needs some help with the radio station. Our listeners, yeah, you know, we got all these offers, people come, and I've never bothered somebody. Hey, you know what? If you can use some engineering or if you could use this, you could use that. Like, I never say, okay, well, that sounds good. Meet me here. Okay. And when that transmitter came down, we were off of the air for five weeks. The only thing that we were transmitting was on air and all of our competitors, all of them, every single one of our competitors went to go get that programming from me. And I'll leave it at that. They could not get it away because we had already been too highly rated. There's more people that listen to this radio station, even though it's only on AM right now, even though I was the first AM on FM being, uh, yeah. Did you remember, did you forget that? Yeah, probably did. And now I'm not even on FM and I don't care. Now I'm, now I'm moving to an entirely different medium because you guys come for this show all the time. And so five weeks, we finally got up, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, January 2nd after this, haphazard, weird-ass uh, engineer. They're all weird-ass engineers, to be honest. And, and he, it, everything was just not coming together. I'm like, okay, we finally got back on. Ran for state party chair, lost by one vote. That happened. I was like, okay, well, what's, what's going on here? Right? This is interesting. We're like, let that go. Um, then we jumped into January, February, March, you know, and then there was the, the CD1 race. And then I was the first person to declare, I think. And then we went through all that. And that was, that was fun, you know. And then they stuck in um, uh, Elisa Martinez and Mark Moores. <clears throat> they, they literally induced them into the race. I'm like, okay, well, well I didn't realize you had that much of a fan. Then uh, April, May came. And remember, this is all during the pandemic. This is all during the very same times we're, like, getting things going. I, we started dot chat at the very same time. Like within a week that they took us off. We have all this stuff documented. As you know, Dowd has every single bit of this document. Okay. This isn't some tall tale. 
We started Dot Chat the very same week they took us off the air. We went with Substack and way ahead of that, I said, Dow, this is what we're doing. It's like, okay, well, just you know, let me know. And we went with it, okay? Then we had the congressional race, the primary, hired somebody, brought it on. And then they filed suit against me to make sure that there wouldn't be an open, true open primary, making sure that everybody could participate. They only wanted, what, 56 people in, <laughs> in the Republican Party to participate. Okay. It was very interesting. I, I, I know that there was a certain Republican lawyer who worked and has been working with Democrats for a long period of time to keep the controlled opposition coming because they knew that I would have won. It, it, it was that clear. Okay. Got national press. Washington posted a Right up on me was pretty cool. I married with, uh, uh, met with uh, David oh, Weigel. Weigel, who, who who later became internationally famous for retweeting a joke involving women and got suspended at the Washington Post. But he was in for some even more drama in his life after he interviewed him. Yeah, uh, well, that's not. He's not a fan of Donald Trump whatsoever. Um, not a fan of me. Um, not a fan uh, by and large of most Republicans. But very liberal. I think you could say he's libertarian. I think pretty fair-minded for the most part. Yep. A decent reporter. Good reputation. Very solid overall. I mean, top to bottom, we were doing that at that time. And just, it was good. And then yeah, April comes around and we have the, whatever you want to call that, right? And then three months later, I'm just still trying to recruit. We're still in the middle of COVID, still in the middle of business shutdowns. At the same very time, I'm also trying to impeach MLG. Got over, I don't know how many thousands of signatures. They're all right there. All of your names, well protected, aren't shared. Only with us. We, we, we appreciate your trust. We appreciate that you, you know, were helping guide us during that time. And we kept, we kept on, showed up every day, showed up over repaired. Dowd's like stuck it out. He literally had the most, he had the best year of his life last year. And the man will tell you, despite all of this drama going around and, you know, his quote unquote, uh, you know, boss man, I guess you could say, but I'm definitely not that because it's the last thing I ever wanted to be. Uh, you know, he still stuck it out and he, 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 he enjoyed it tremendously. That's, and this is, he hates politics, literally hates politicians and hates politics. But we didn't run that way. And of course we had the mayoral stuff. We had a lot of people help, people gathering signatures. You guys all did all that stuff. You got it done in no time. Like in addition to doing the MPH MLG signatures, you had all this other stuff. So while all this stuff is happening, the station's running pretty well. Things are good. Things are kept together. We, we keep going and, you know, we're doing the show. Things are, we're showing up. Things are good. And then I declare for... Uh, mayor because nobody else is running 13 days ahead and like there's no way you're going to get the signatures i got laughed at with the city clerk's office all the experts said impossible experts. and i'm literally literally almost to the day i think i declared on the 27th two days later I'm like you're not going to do the espanola blotter i'm like i'm on the radio i'm not running for office yet i'm gonna say whatever i want to say we're gonna do the espanola blotter of course i'm gonna do the Espanol. What is wrong with you? As Dowd said before the show, there could be a thousand people outside protesting yes. and I would and literally do, do it over a bullhorn in right their ears, <laughs> giving them their, giving them their truth hurts, you know, literally just, just right in their face. Right. And as soon as I start going to this, I start getting attacked like crazy on Twitter and all the other social media that I'm not on. Right. And then I get, uh, someone comes after me, um, this crazy woman from my past files a suit says you should not be running. And you know, and she claims to be a Republican. She was a Democrat. Then she changed it last year to Republican at the very same time that we were just making all these claims that she appears on a national show, you know, to, 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 Oh, I also called out at the very same time during all of this 
stuff of the various fake news pieces that happened out. You might remember, you know, a certain India palace or Ooh. making calls or all this stuff is coming. I mean, th- these are reasons why people really, really hate me. And I, and I love your hate. Okay. But there's all, this is also why people really, really love me and people are harassing me and all that. And I love it. I, I just, I love it. Okay. I feed off of it. I loved it so much that as I started and right before I launched the uh, mayoral campaign, <laughs> I launched a website called IHateEddieAragon.com. And you guys, whoa, whoa, what is what's on there? I, I, still up. You can still watch the video. All this stuff that I just told you is all right there. And at the very same time, I'm doing everything I can to bring people together. It's like, okay, we got to keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. We can't, we have to fight off this MLG stuff. We got to fight off the Democrats. You know, the Democrats are communists, blah, 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 right? And I'm the only Republican running. And then I literally have the Republicans themselves after I tried to represent them, come after me. But not only do they come after me, they come after people, anybody that has any loose affiliation, the loosest affiliations. If you even say that you like Eddie Aragon in any way, shape or form, you're a target. You are, you, that, that is, we are coming after you. I'm a Republican, but we hate Eddie Aragon, right? Didn't matter who it was. Like, I think I even stuck up for the former chair of the party. I think, uh, uh, Julie, uh, what was her net last name? I don't even remember. Anyway, um, stuck up for her, stuck up for Jeff Snyder. Um, I know his name because he's, he's very proficient when he writes, and puts a lot of stuff out there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, the, clearly the other side is wrong. And all the while, the Berlino County uh, wants to take out the chair of the party in the middle of a Republican, in, in the middle of a mayoral election, because that was more important to them than trying to remove Tim Keller. Now everyone's bitching and moaning about Tim Keller. But now Tim Keller's literally running all the things that I ran on, right? He's, he's running his administration every day that way. They get hit with two lawsuits during that time. Station's still running great, by the way, because we still got a business, still got advertisers, still got people we got to take care of. We have lots of people who are taking care of us, okay? Despite the slime campaign. Now, Eddie Aragon lives in his office. Uh, I don't even know what else. I don't know. He, he, he rapes women, uh, you know, is blitzed out of his mind. Strangles or, puppies. Strangles, I think, yeah, sacrifices, <laughs> all these crazy things. I'm like, oh, yeah, what this, this really. But in the meanwhile, we formulate this campaign. I mean, we, we achieve it. We get there. It's great. You know, I'm, I'm under serious duress, whatever, but I don't care. Because I'm like, okay, we, we just want to get to a runoff. Okay, we have a, I, I kick ass in the seven debates, right? Totally just obliterate everybody, right? Self-admittedly, I will tell you, I obliter- I will tell you that I, I beat the living crap out of those guys. I beat the crap out of your sheriff. I beat the crap out of your mayor. Okay. And I gave you a new way forward for your, your mayor. And all the while, was like, people are like, oh, boy, this guy, I'm going to vote for him. I vote for him. I was like, how did you lose? How did you lose? And we're like, okay, well, we knew we weren't going to win outright in the first time. We didn't even have a party. During that time, during the election, I was kicked out of the Republican party of the state central committee. I was also kicked out of the Republican party, Bernalillo County central committee. I was kicked out of all these, 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 these things. I'm like, Whoa, wow. The guy who's, who's running as a Republican as for the mayor, you're going to kick him out. The guy is literally helping. I literally put all of the other stuff, all the other candidates. I think I put them all on my marketing material too. Right. Cause we're going to help. I mean, even the people who don't like me and their husbands, like, you know, anyway, I'm not going to name names because I just, we're going to have enough fun today on today's show. Today's show is an explosive show. 
You've heard of explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be explosive. We're, we're about to do that all over the city with what we've got. Projectile vomiting. Yeah. Cause you deserve it folks before we, uh, and you will be voting for Mark Ronchetti before you decide to go ahead and slam another Republican or strategist or anybody else, you are going to vote only for Republicans. Because if you don't vote for a Republican this year, I don't care. If they've got an R next to their name, they, they could have strangled a puppy and you still better vote for them at this point. This should be a landslide of, 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 of the things that happened to me, I never want to happen to any other Republican again because they don't have the wherewithal to withstand what I did. They don't have the strength. They don't have the direction. They don't have anything. They don't have anything. They don't have the fortitude that I do. And we made it all the way through all this. And now, as we start on August, September, October, the three months, 100 days between now. Is today 100 days? I think today's about roughly 100 days between now and the election. We are going to focus like fiends on defeating the communists, the Democrats. We're going to help every single person with an R next to their name, no matter what they've done. But before we do that, we're going to make sure that people pay for their sins. I believe that a new Bernalillo County Central Committee meeting was called. A new state central committee meeting was called. All of the, the rats are starting to scatter. And like, we better get organized. We better get organized. We don't want Eddie Aragon to take over our party. We don't want that to come over. Remember, I was chased out. Manny Gonzalez was involved like 28 different times and various things. And I think I was invited to three, two of which people were staring me down. The other one, I was insulted openly in front of like, I don't know, 200 people literally insulting me, like calling me out on uh, right, right there. And I never got so many compliments from people. How did you manage to do that? And meanwhile, I'm protecting Steve Pierce, the Republican party. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm, I'm holding the nest, trying to do everything. Like people are like, how do we get rid of this guy? How do we get, how do we get, well, you don't. You see, that's just the very problem. I'm talking to you today as somebody who doesn't have any regret, any remorse, and I don't have any hard feelings. I do have a memory and I will keep it alive in the people that are out there so that you understand that when you lose, you will know who, who, who made us lose and why. And those are the people who are ultimately going to be responsible for any losses that are going in. There is zero reasons why we should lose in November. The day after the election, those results will come in and I will hold those people accountable. If Mark Ronchetti is not governor of the state of New Mexico, and if we haven't won at least one or two other statewide races, I believe that all everybody involved in those candidacies, everybody involved in any of those, 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 those campaigns, anybody involved in any of them should be gone. I think we start with a fresh slate come 2023, because we're working on a presidential election. I'm going to CPAC next week. I'm going to CPAC Wednesday through Saturday. And I'm staying in that, those, those hotels. I'm talking to those people and I'm going to tell them, and they listen to me when it comes to the people of the state of New Mexico. Okay. And there are people who are trying to achieve things in this state. And we will decide the day after the election, whether or not New Mexico is worth keeping. Because I don't know that it is. You're going you're gonna to show me, okay? I put in the work. We fought off COVID. We fought off all these things, the mask mandates. We've had our town halls. We've done all these things. We've done everything that we can. 
Okay, the day after the election, the day after the, the day after the election, we will make our decisions at that point, and we will say, "Here's what we're going to do going forward." New Mexico is worth saving. This is what 23 looks like. This is what 24 looks like. This is what 26 looks like. This is what what 25 looks like for a mayor election. This is a very, very powerful place to be in, this radio station, every single day. Because ever since I've been done with the mayoral election, every single piece of equipment has been replaced in this radio station. The transmitter, the board, every single Every single thing in that back room, Dowd Dowd walked back there and he couldn't even believe it. That's what I've been doing for six, seven months, not to mention, you know, working out, tanning, eating, hanging out with my kids. A lot of hanging out with the kids. And the only thing I care about going forward is those guys, period. I don't know that politically this, this city is worth saving, the state is worth saving at this point. You're going to have to prove that to me. It's up to you. If it is, Mark Ronchetti comes out. If it is, we'll have a sizable gain in the legislature. If it is, there will be no more people who are going to be attacking me any longer. Because they'll hopefully be focused on making the state better, attacking the other side, attacking Democrats, not attacking me any longer. Folks, you you couldn't under you couldn't begin to understand the things that I have been through with all that. And I am glad I've battle tested, scarred everything ready for the next episode. Hey, Eddie, why don't you run for governor? No, no interest. Why don't you run for that? No, I'm going to spend time with my kids. I put them through, through enough things. The stuff I did within the party, stuff I did outside the party. Now the things that I did beyond the party without the party. No, I'm happy to do this stuff right here. And most of all, I owe it to myself and Dow to do a good show going forward. And for that, I've been working nationally with some people to get this thing going in a different direction. So I have everything taken care of right here. I believe that God is preparing me for something far greater than anything that we could be just talking about here on the radio. I believe that we're all instruments and we're to be used a certain way. And I wouldn't be, be being be prepared like this if I wasn't being put through all of this hell. And I got to say, I actually enjoyed it. Staying up until 2.30 in the morning, fighting it out, you know, reading people the riot act. I actually genuinely enjoy conflict. I enjoy it. I look for war. Where can I find it? Who can I defeat? And I run far away from conflict as possible as well. Cause there's certain people just not worth engaging. in. There just isn't. Okay. Somebody's not worth my time. Someone blows up my phone. Someone sends me a text. Someone's just not worth my time. Our listeners, you people out there, who listen to us, the good citizens of the state of New Mexico and the city of Albuquerque, the people who the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office and the Albuquerque Police Department showed up for the are good people like you. They would love to clean up the filth of this city. They'd love to clean up the filth of the politicians of the political class of this state. They'd love to clean up all these people and get rid of them. But because of who you have voted for, because who you have decided to support, who you have decided to go ahead and embolden and enable because, oh, he's a good guy. Oh, he's a pretty cool person. I know his family. I know his parents. They're good Democrats. BS. Top to bottom. If it was, this state would be in far better shape than it is. We have the greatest assets. 
the land, the minerals, the natural resources, the natural beauty, the, the, the most historic culture that is here, and you're going to throw it away? Uh, and any of you guys want to go ahead and go after Mark Ronchetti for just being a weatherman? You guys are the most ridiculous people that there is. Absolutely. Because if you even think in any way, look in the general direction of Michelle Lujan Grisham's direction, and I know about it, and you are considering supporting that filthy animal, let, literally, that's what she is. She is an animal. She is carrying out and executing the Democrat George Soros communist agenda for the state of New Mexico. She is nothing more than an instrument for evil as far as I'm concerned. You will work hard to defeat that because it has ultimately destroyed what's left of our state. This is the final finishing thought. And they're about to achieve it because you were too busy attacking somebody who was trying to help you, me, and Dowd, and other people out there who are trying to do good things. So I hope that uh, it's, 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 it's all, for all of you guys out there as we look at how many days between now and the election? I think it's 100 as of tomorrow. Tomorrow. My math is right. <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know. So there was a curse on this station. When you're over the target as, as much as we are, regardless of what you think, I mean, you can say, oh, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You know, I mean, literally, I was getting hit by the conservative radio station that served uh, that, that, uh, that, that made it through a hundred years. I mean, their 10th in the year that they celebrated, like their first, their first book. <laughs> Go look it up. You could look up Albuquerque space, radio space rating and look up when they were 10th last month. That's not some sort of fluke. That's people who are paying attention to other things. Namely, this radio station. They pay attention. They listen. This is an important community tool, and I want you to protect it as much as I have. I'm only a steward of it, okay? Remember, the FCC license, I don't become an owner of it. I'm someone who takes care of it, and we got renewed last year. Yeah, I also had to go through a renewal uh, after all the protests, and you cannot imagine. I think we got more complaints than any other radio station, maybe in the entire Western United States. You should have seen the list of, of complaints I was filtering through. And they're like, yeah, we see this. This is not good. You should have seen the number of compliments. The number of people who write in good things about the radio station to the FCC. I love each and every one of you. And moreover, I know exactly who you are. You guys are the ones that are keeping the light of liberty lit here in the state of New Mexico. As you guys continue to, oh, you know, the latest blogger, the latest, you know, Johnny come lately, or I'm going to come to save the, this and that on the white horse. We've been here every day. We ain't riding any white horses. You know, we're slugging it out. You know, we're, 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 we're like pirates there on the, on the, uh, on the seashore looking for new booty so that we can bring to our, Republican brethren and conservatives, libertarians, and, you know, hopefully recruit a, Demo a few Democrats uh, here and there in the process. And I think that that's really important. So we're going to have a lot of fun today.
Um, we're going to talk about the uh, political lynching, but not before we get to D. Dowd Muska's um, wonderful article. Uh, you could find it uh, today. Uh, by the way, we'll, the uh, commercials uh, will be sparse in this. We'll be having long sets of uh, five minutes apiece. All of our advertisers will get all their commercials uh, in their ads. Um, by the way, uh, during that entire time, we only lost one or two. Oh, yeah, I didn't also say that. Dude, all the free advertising I gave our, our businesses during that time, yeah, they all got uh, three, four, or five months of, of advertising to help them through the pandemic. That was a pretty wonderful thing, I think, that we were able to do. And it all was uh, dependent upon those people who kept paying their bills on time. That's a big thing during. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate and thank each and every one. And you should be thanking each of those businesses who, who support this radio station. And you often do. You're showing up. I get so many compliments who come, people coming back and said, oh, my God, you're, you're buying on Eddie's radio station. You know, uh, we, we just wanted to support you for what you're doing. Thanks for, for doing that. You show up at this business and this business and this business. And I'm like, these guys are coming back to me. I was like, yeah, I haven't raised the prices on them, but you're also going and eating there or using their stuff everywhere or, or patronizing them or telling them about Eddie. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. I haven't talked to that guy in six months, a year, two years. They're still on there. They, and these guys will get on. And it's like, hey, are you sure my bill's right? I'm like, I don't know. Here it is. <laughs> Here, here's like, there, there it is. We help everybody, folks. We absolutely help everybody. And I think doubt is a gigantic, humongous uh, part of that. And doubt is now uh, heavy. Uh, he who now wears the crown, the best uh, researcher in the entire United uh, Western United States, uh, certainly that. And um, probably the hardest working person that I know. And uh, he does a really good radio sh uh, show on his own as well. So I want to say that he, he not only just held the fort down, but I was laughing all the way through his, in, his entire broadcast. Uh, you know, I think Dowd at some point will definitely be doing, uh, <clears throat> if not his own show, uh, we'll be doing our show uh, together uh, somewhere else. So D Dowd, uh, take it away. You're uh, right up directly at rockoftalk.chat. Yeah, folks, uh, I, I, I know that people are concerned that I'm obsessed with uh, the uh, Spaceport America. What, you, what was originally the, uh, was it the Southwest uh, American Spaceport? Then they had, to, they had to make it the Spaceport for all of, all of the country. This is a little bit bigger. This is, uh, this is about how your dollars are being spent. Your tax dollars are, are being spent to promote the space industry uh, in, in New Mexico. And I will preface this, as I always do, uh, by saying uh, you, you will not find a bigger supporter of commercial space uh, on planet Earth uh, than indeed out Muska. And this has been a 24-year journey ever since I saw a little wire service report in Nevada in the late 1990s about a spaceport that was planned for southern Nevada, just north of, of Las Vegas. I, it, that sparked my interest in this. And it's been a Almost quarter century journey for me, uh, tracking tracking uh, space. How do we transition away from a Werner von Braun, Nazi technocratic big government model where nothing happens for 50 years? I mean, obviously the initial success of Apollo, but then zilch for 50 years. Uh, how do we transition to something more like we have today, which is tremendous progress in space tourism and, and remote sensing and maybe even some moon trips coming up? All kinds of exciting things are going on. New Mexico, our, our beloved New Mexico, uh, people in positions of power continue to make very poor choices with your money, thinking somehow that uh, our state can become the next Hollywood or the next uh, green energy hub or the next dominant state when it comes to space. And the most recent manifestation of this is an organization, a, a nonprofit. I guess, technically, I guess you could donate money to them. I'm sure they'd take it. But 
uh, they, they don't really need your money right now because they got $11 million from our senior United States Senator Martin Heinrich, $11 million. And he never tires of reminding people how he brought that appropriation uh, home to New Mexico. The organization is called New Space New Mexico. Uh, it's New Space Space New Mexico. Sometimes it's New Space. They can't, the people who run it can't decide whether New Space is two words or one word. Uh, you can go on their website, you look at all the media coverage. It's uh, different, uh, it's switched around constantly. I, I don't know why they can't decide on what the actual name of their organization is, but <clears throat> that's their problem, uh, not, not mine. Uh, last week, you may have heard if you were listening, I went to uh, an event with uh, a literal moonwalker, Jack Schmidt, native New Mexican, walked on the moon in 1972, December of 1972. And it was at this, oh gosh, what do they call it? Co-innovation hub. Uh, this is where I think the bulk of the money's being spent that, that Heinrich brought back, uh, the 11 million dollars 11 million dollars 11 million dollars it's called the um unite and ignite space a lot, lot, lot of redundancy there new mexico new space new mexico's unite and ignite space it's called a co-innovation hub to bring together resources programming and workspaces to support the growth of new mexico's space industry and there's a lot of organizations like this i uh a couple of years ago, I went down to a Heinrich event at the Rainforest Innovation Center. It's downtown. Uh, it's supposed to be this big tech hub uh, in downtown Albuquerque. Place is a complete ghost town, but Heinrich had an event where it was about uh, artificial intelligence. And Heinrich is trying to carve himself out as this Senate leader in artificial intelligence, and he's he's in charge of the Senate Artificial Intelligence Caucus. And you know, he's big on directed energy, and he thinks he knows something about space. Never forget, folks. Martin Heinrich has a very very useful degree mechanical engineering i mean there are probably how many jobs available for skilled mechanical engineers right now for in terms of how many are how many people with those degrees are looking for jobs he didn't last long uh working at the phillips lab over there martin heinrich uh, cut and run real quick uh he decided that politics was better from him i i don't know maybe math was too hard for him i mean we got you know big brain people who are our engineers and my nephew's uh, on his way to engineering i'm hoping he ends up at Tufts next year. But anyway, that's Martin Heinrich. He couldn't cut it uh, in real work, so he had to go into government. So the organization is, again, it's a nonprofit. Uh, they've gotten, they initially got some smaller grants, but then Heinrich delivered the big bucks, the $11 million. And I, I can't question the motives of the people involved in this organization. I'm sure they, they mean well. Um, I'm extremely skeptical of anything called an uh, innovation hub, a cluster initiative, an incubator, an accelerator. I've looked at so many of these at the local level, at the state level. It's just busy work. There aren't that many actual uh, companies that come out of these things. Somebody did an investigation a couple of years ago up at the Santa Fe Business Incubator and uh, didn't, not, not a lot of success stories coming out of there despite the millions of dollars that, that had been spent. Um, I, I tend to like people who kind of do their own thing, raise their own money, Charge, charge up the credit card, you know, get some money from mom and dad or whatever and go out and, and build a business. I'm not much into the public-private stuff. I think the public should be public and the private should be private. But what's the uh, agenda of this group? Um, of course, they want to expand the commercial space industry. And we had a report out of the Space Foundation this week. In 2021, the global space economy grew to $469 billion, uh, and it grew at a faster rate than it had grown since 20. 14. This is a, this story is probably one of the most undercovered stories in America. We are, our country, ever since the dang government loosened the reins a little bit and Elon Musk got involved and we have some other companies that are getting involved and Bezos is spending his own money. 
we'll get into Virgin Galactic in a minute. Uh, they don't, he doesn't belong in that category, Branson. Uh, super exciting things are happening in space for the first time. Uh, the space shuttle was, of course, a dead end. Uh, NASA was like a little a petulant little child for decades and decades, stamping its feet and saying, we know the private sector shouldn't be involved in space. Um, I'm actually writing a, an op-ed for the 40th anniversary that's coming up of the first privately ro launched rocket in American history. It was launched out of Texas in 1982. So uh, I know of what I speak. Unfortunately, the people at New Space New Mexico don't. Uh, they make a lot of wild claims about how wonderful the space industry is, and it's only growing and expanding in New Mexico. Let's just look at jobs. Uh, this is the category that the feds, the, the feds at the Bureau of Labor Statistics calculate aerospace product and parts manufacturing. This is not just the people who work on the assembly line. This is the people who design the software and run the HR department and all, all that kind of stuff. People who are involved in aerospace, aerospace products and parts manufacturing. New Mexico has lost 76% of its jobs in aerospace products and parts manufacturing uh, between 2008 in 2021. We had the closing of the GE plant. We had the, the Eclipse Aviation imploded. Uh, we had UTC Aerospace that moved out a couple of years ago. Uh, if anything, the industry is getting uh, scared of New Mexico. They're not coming to New Mexico. And when you look at our neighbors, the uh, they are just blowing us out of the water. Uh, every single one or four out of five of our neighbors have a higher percentage of their workforces in aerospace products and parts manufacturing than the nation as a whole. And Colorado's right about at where the nation is. We have uh, much less than that, much less than that, uh, much less than, uh, I'd say three quarters uh, a percent less, 75% uh, less as in terms of the size of our workforce, number of people employed in aerospace products and parts manufacturing. New Mexico is a uh, uh, kryptonite basically to the aerospace sector. We have some brilliant people at the at the in the at the federal level working in, at the aeros the uh, space directorate, the Air Force Research Lab over there. We got people right above me, literally I think ten feet above me, working on ICBMs at Northrop Grumman. We have the, the fastest vehicles in the world, <laughs> twenty four thousand miles an hour. And we have a few companies. Uh, we have uh, well, Solero, Solstar, uh, Redwire. Uh, blue, black sky, blue halo. But these are all like really small offices of organizations, companies that are based elsewhere. Eddie, down, down below us, we got the ICBM people above us. Redwire is down in a little tiny room down around the corner on the first floor of our building here. They're owned by, um, the, the operation here was called LoadPath. It was bought by Redwire. A lot of these companies, because things are kind of shaking out in the industry right now, there's been a lot of IPOs. I think there's going to be a lot of consolidation. It wouldn't surprise me if a lot of these little micro offices in New Mexico end up uh, being consolidated at the, you know, the national headquarters for a lot of these companies. So New Mexico is not the place for space, no matter what uh, people say. New Mexico is not the place for space. And what ticks me off the most is that it's the standard New Mexico Economic Development Organization mantra of how wonderful things are here and how there's the future so, so bright. On their website, New Mexico, New Space New Mexico, or New Space Space New Mexico, whatever they're calling themselves today, they say that New Mexico has a favorable business environment. Uh, there's no index that I've ever seen that shows that New Mexico has a favorable business environment. We recently came in are we, 46th on CNBC. Right, exactly. Um, I think I, we weren't even in the top 10. No, God. Uh, and they also say we have an excellent quality of life. Uh, there was another assessment recently done by U.S. News and World Report. I think New Mexico is something like 49th. I mean, you can't have an excellent quality of life no matter how great the weather is if people are being murdered on every, murdered on every street corner. Uh, so this nonprofit, again, 11 million of your dollars, is also touting Spaceport America on how it's this world-class facility. As we know, I track everything that happens there 
nothing happens there. And right at the end, what ticks me off even more than anything else is, oh, there's all kinds of uh, tax incentives and, and tr job training incentives, meaning more of your money if you want to come to New Mexico. This organization, again, means well. I met some, some of the people involved last week. Uh, nice people, but right to work law, school choice to improve the workforce, effective crime fighting measures, tax relief, our, our horrendous GRT. How about, uh, as I say in the piece, energy policy based on affordability, not hysteria about the weather, which is what, what, what drives our energy policy in this state. They're never going to uh, attack the fundamental problems of economic development in general or aerospace development in specific in New Mexico because who's in charge? Guys like Martin Heinrich who bring home the $11 million to pay your salaries if you work for New Space New Mexico. They're never going to rock the boat. And as I say in the piece, uh, if you rock the boat, you'll be tossed overboard. Uh, no more subsidies for you. People know how the game is played in this state. The final point of the piece is this. Virgin Galactic just, just signed a, a couple of deals. They're going to uh, hire a company to build two new carrier planes, and they're going to build a factory uh, for their rocket ships. The carrier planes are going to be built in Mississippi and West Virginia. The uh, factory for the rocket plane, that's going to be in, uh, you guessed it, right next door in Arizona. <laughs> Who, that's what, right. What they just do you literally think, just announced. Uh, what, what aerospace, what, 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 what commercial space company uh, calls itself a commercial space company is the only founding sponsor of New Space New Mexico. There's some, you know, defense contractors and government agencies. There's only one commercial space company that is a, that is a founding sponsor of New Space New Mexico. What company do you think that is? That would be Virgin Galactic. Your own people won't do business in New Mexico. You are a founding sponsor. You just announced two new deals. They're going to create jobs in Mississippi and West Virginia and Arizona. I humbly submit to the good men and women, many of them Democrats, uh, including Gary King, our former attorney general, oh, and, and including Dayan Hockman-Vihill, the, oh. the rising star in New Mexico's house, another Democrat. I humbly submit, folks, uh, if you can't get one of your own founding sponsors of your organization to do business here, maybe your approach to building the space industry in New Mexico is not the right approach. Maybe you need to look at an approach more like what I've been arguing for years and years and years. That is at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we never tire in our investigation of corporate welfare in the state of New Mexico. 11 million of your dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out, rockoftalk.chat, and subscribe. Thank you. Excellent stuff, Dad. Uh, I should be, uh, state uh, there's a couple of things that uh, I omitted all that. Uh, you know, our amazing predictions <clears throat> on Virgin Galactic during that time. Told you it would be bankrupt, essentially is. Yep. Uh, we knew that they would uh, do the pump and dump. They did that. Yep. Um, I had a crazy guy who kept calling my phone, gave him a phone for umpteen years, you know, uh, helped him out as much. We also had to deal with that. Let's not forget that, Doug. That was also very important. Uh, I will uh, never forget of... that as long as I live. <laughs> the, the worst case of borderline personality disorder I've ever run across. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the world is filled with cluster, uh, cluster bees. You know, I get a lot of people who are, you know, they'll try to insult me and they'll try to say that I'm narcissistic. And I, I made the point to Dow the other day. It's like impossible for me to be narcissistic because I don't give a crap about what anybody thinks about me. So narcissists uh, only think about what other people think about them, period. Mm -hmm. um, they don't, you know, rattle things off the way that I do. Uh, they just, they just don't do that. So they don't, they, they keep track. They're very meticulous. You know, metic uh, it, uh, narcissists are people who are consistently involved in self-preservation. 
at anybody else's cost. Oh, sure. You know, so people need to understand. You see, you see is. other people as sort of objects to be manipulated and used rather than, exactly. rather than actual human beings. Uh, I will put a final postscript on this. Yes, sir. Blue Origin, the real space tourism uh, company, okay, Bezos. announced he's, he's this morning a their next flight is on August 4th. They continue to fly and fly and fly while Virgin Galactic does nothing at the $200 million spaceport you paid for. I'm surprised that uh, Barack Obama isn't going to be, is he taking off on his birthday? Uh, That'd be interesting. And, yeah. I, I, you know, I, it, it would seem to me like when it comes to the ultimate in narcissist, uh, there is one Barack Obama. I mean, he's such a narcissist. He doesn't have to be one because everyone gets to be one for him. for him. You've never seen more people, you know, who will go to the ends of the earth to preserve the first black president. I mean, They'll even tell you, hey, he's the first black president. And even Barack Obama would tell you, well, I'm not entirely black. I'm like half black. So 50% apparently counts as black, but 4.6% doesn't. So there you go. All right. So <clears throat> we've got an uh, important guest here. We'll get to him uh, momentarily. Um, but before we do, um, I, I do want to get the word out that there are many people who will leave the state. depending upon the outcome of this election. And I want to reiterate that everybody is putting everything they possibly can into trying to get Mark Ronchetti elected. Okay. And I, and I hope that you guys, I'm 100 days tomorrow. I think that's an important thing. It's an important mile marker. Uh, we talked about when we were 100 days away from our election, when we did it, it was right about this time. It took us like 13 days, right, to get that kind of stuff. I'm looking at uh, some of the text now. I'm uh, interfacing directly with the um, county clerks or the city clerk's office, uh, <clears throat> inter interfacing. I, it, we were at 30%, then we're at 40%, then we're at 50%. Then it's like, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take door knocking, convincing. It's going to take uh, you putting signs out, uh, you know, uh, donating money. It's going to take every little bit that you possibly can lay out. Because after this, after this, I, there's nothing left for you, okay? I don't know. Again, it's on you whether or not this city and this state are worth saving. You didn't do it with me. You you better be doing it for Mark Ronchetti. And I, I've got nothing to do to help Mark. I have no personal skin in it. Mark and I aren't going out fishing, playing golf, uh, hanging out. You know, I, literally, I've met the guy one time. But I know what he is not, and he is not Michelle Lujan Grisham. That's what I do know, okay? And I've seen all the Twitter people and the blue checks and the people that are out there that are, they continue, these Democrats, they don't stop. They, they don't stop. So, um, Dow, let's, uh, let's, let's kind of detour into a different, uh, 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 direction. Um, uh, and I think you set up the rest of the show. What order did you want this to go in? Oh gosh. Uh, I think we talked about, are we going to wrap things up in the final hour with the, the current ESPA before we get into past ESPA? <laughs> Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. I think that's what I said. Okay, oh, all right. Your show, anyway. Yeah, well, oh, no, no. <laughs> well, you're sort of like, I love this. Crazy Eddie and Dog Do Dowd. There we go. <laughs> oh. uh, crazy Man has stepped it up. Wow. The man who uh, literally put me in touch with possibly one of the worst people. And I'm like, oh, really? That's, that's, your, that's, your, big, that's your big hit? Uh, yeah, brilliant report on NYSE. He's, he's going to do everything he can. We got to block that uh, text message. because. The man who I have not talked to in how many months now? I don't know what it is, is now suddenly here, is listening religiously from an undisclosed location, which I don't need to disclose, nor would I, uh, nor, nor would I have any information 
The yes. haters listen more than the fans. It's a weird they, phenomenon. They, they I, absolutely I'll never understand do. it. I will never understand it. They, they absolutely do. They live for, I mean, I got a guy who literally listens for any sort of white noise that comes from my radio station so he can tell me about it. Curious. <laughs> Is the white noise the content? The Glenn Beck, the Sean Hannity? Is that what you're referring to? White noise? Oh, I see what you did there. I'm voting for Mark R. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are. Lou Halo scooped up a lot of the folks that SNL let go because of the vax not vaxing and are now farming them back to SNL at higher salaries. Um, sort of like the, uh, I've been following a lot this uh, competitive golf market. Yes. That's been going back. Oh, I love the live tour. Donald Trump's My right now. My sister and brother-in-law are looking forward to talking to you uh, a month from now about the live stuff because, of course, he just worked at the U.S. at the British. Oh, Open really? And, oh, yeah. They, oh, they can't well, wait to talk uh, to you about uh, golf. They, they just go to where the money is. I don't care about the Saudis or I watched the Khashoggi. I think I'm the one who told you to watch. Uh, right, Dad? I, I did. Yes, the, the infidel, the, uh, the dissident, dissident. Yeah, there you go. that was a compelling documentary. It was. It was. It they really they done that guy wrong, real wrong. No, they, they killed. Turkey. They killed Khashoggi, but we're, we're gonna let that you know, sort of cloud everything else. And boy, the level of hate that Donald Trump is taking on on Twitter. Let uh, the hate flow through you, my young Yeah, Padua. just let it come through you. you know. <laughs> Blue Halo also just took over space on the old Raytheon building on Eubank. That, oh. oh. Remember that? That was, remember, they, oh, they're not leaving town. And they had like 58,000 square feet and Raytheon vacated it. And um, remember, because the TVC went belly up. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, that was um, the Schottenstein, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Schottenstein. Schotten, what was his name? Anyway, no, I worked for Schottenstein. I worked for the uh, Schottensteins from Columbus. I don't know if you, you you ever looked up up that family from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Oh yeah, you know anything about? Columbus? I don't know anything about Ohio. I, well, I worked for this group when uh, they they owned a, a real estate. I've only company. met bad people out of Ohio. So this I was can't. like this is like a legendary family, the Schottenstein. Oh. Yeah, they're like like the center of Ohio State is. Um, less whatever his name is, and then you know, the Schottenstein family. They 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 basically made. That's why they, now this whole thing with the U for Ohio State. Have you heard about that? The U. Yeah, you can't even say the U. Oh, it's copyrighted. Huh? Yeah, it's copyrighted. <laughs> or whatever it is, it's it's like they make a big deal about it. Um, Albuquerque funded by a bond for ten million dollars. They uh, funded a bond to keep Raytheon in two thousand and three. We have done some really. You know how much uh, the people in government understand about uh, business? Businesses don't want money. They really don't. That's not what they're looking for. Okay? They're looking for a place where their employees are happy. Mm-hmm. More than they're looking for incentives or buy-offs or anything else. If you don't have good schools, if you don't have you know, good places to eat, and spill, they'll make the money. Businesses are good at one thing, and that's, uh, that's make the money. Look, look at uh, Taylor's trying to get in here as soon as I mentioned uh, uh, the, oh, the U uh, there. The Taylor, U. you can jump in right there. The U. Uh, do you know the Schottensteins from? I don't know the Schottensteins. Uh, of course, uh, the U goes back to the uh, 90s and 80s. In fact, we had a U guest the last time I was here uh, in Burgess Owens for, uh, played uh, for the U in uh, South you Florida. were doing a lot of promotions there for Burgess. You were doing a lot of things. You asked me, you came on to promote that. And I showed up last year. That was, that was unique. I appreciate that. We promoted uh, Burgess here on the air. I was very uh, happy with everything right up until Burgess voted for the same-sex marriage stuff. But uh, you know, I touched this stuff. I told Taylor that I'll do all the, uh, the preamble, uh, if you will. Eddie, if you just one second. Yes, sir. 
Yvette Harrell, mm-hmm. you know, I never tire of bashing Republicans. Mm-hmm. This week, Yvette Harrell voted against that monstrosity what? CHIPS Act, okay, which would have benefited a way major, to, well, not go, a major, but an employer, an employer here in New Mexico. And you know what, Representative Harrell, I'm giving you a free pass for the next month. You in can, election you can do whatever year. You want. <laughs> in an election, in an election year, year, in a blue state, she voted. Yep, yep. And who voted for the corporate welfare wow. package? Lonely girl and total left-wing fool, our other two uh, house reps. Yeah, yeah. But they're looking out for the little I'm going to see Yvette over at uh, CPAC. She will walk right past me. She hates me. Oh. Yeah. Why? Because I was supporting Claire Chase. Oh, that's true. Right. Remember, I was, yeah, a, right. I was a big Claire Chase supporter. Oh, yeah. yep. And then there was, uh, what was the other guy, Chris? Uh, Math- Mathis? Mathis? Um, Something like that. He was really good. Yeah, yeah, you liked him. He was so good on the air. I was, I re- and I liked just like uh, you know how technocratic he was. <laughs> you know, he was like really driven. He wanted to walk all. He wanted to hit every single house. You know, he put his he he listened to me and he came in first in um what's the Valencia County. Oh. He came in first in Valencia County. Look at the votes. Claire came in third. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I told Claire, you got to put ads on. And the people of Valencia County love me. I'm telling you. I mean, and and Mathis, I told him, I said, if you wanted to come on anytime, and he kept coming on. I think Chris must have come on like three or four or five times. Yvette came on once on and not not that time because I backed Yvette. And I'll, the reason why I backed uh, Claire, because I didn't like the fact that Raj uh, Rael had re- reached out to Yvette. You know, this is all water under the yeah, bridge yeah, now, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, it basically they were, yeah, yeah, get get that nasty stuff out on Claire. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't get to hit Claire Chase this way. I mean, uh, head of Namoga and all this. And now, now Claire's not here. She's out in Dallas, going to the Big D, and she didn't go to that D. She went to Dallas. You know, we lose our very best. We lose. I I love Claire Chase. I talked talk to a subscriber Eddie today who who was leaving her subscription. Yeah, where's she going? I believe they're off to Texas, and she's Texas. She said as of May first or March first of next year, that's when you have to cancel my subscription because we'll be gone. Oh, by then. so they well, just keep wait, leaving, wait, I, don't I, they? I should tell you though that I'm extremely extremely um, happy for people to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, folks. It's hey, literally hey, go pursue it. If you, you can't know. do it here. I want to advise you to do it wherever you possibly can. We're, we're still, you know, 11 generations here. Right? We can talk about, or uh, as we say now, Taylor, <clears throat> I just want to make you feel extremely uncomfortable today. So the way I like to talk about myself now, I'm now a le- Eddie to the 11th power. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> my grandmother to the 7th power, my grandfather to the 8th power. Oh! Miguel Garcia, yes. These yes. guys are... He literally said that at yes. the at the. Uh, but, but can you multiply your grandfather by your great grandfather? I literally by your want to hit that guy. <laughs> that's an that's called exponential growth, right? When you multiply oh, yeah. against it, right? Right. That that's an exponential. Can you imagine not knowing growth. enough? <laughs> can you imagine not knowing enough about math to start talking to yourself? <laughs> it, 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 talking to yourself in terms of power. <laughs> they say he's the dumbest man in the roundhouse. So oh, I believe it. But I will that. say, I will he say, can't this. do a math problem. I, I, if you want to break it down by chamber, Bill O'Neill. You want to go Irish here, okay? Oh, God. Bill O'Neill is the dumbest man in the Senate, I would say. If, if, if Miguel Garcia is the dumbest man in the, in the House, I recently got re, uh, reapportioned and re- redistricted, uh, and I'm now in Kathy Duhigg's uh, district. I do what not a have, dumb name. I do not have Bill O'Neill, the dumbest man in the Senate, as my state senator anymore. The guy who lost his car because he left the keys in the car in Santa Fe. <laughs> Someone stole them. And then he was borrowing a friend's car and did the same thing over again. And I guess someone tried to steal that car. He's a—he's literally, ladies and gentlemen, a poet. He's a poet. You elected a poet 
as your state. Was that his stated profession? Uh, He had a lot of government gigs and social welfare stuff, you know, but uh, he started in district 15. Yes. By the way, Raymond Sanchez's old district after John Sanchez vacated. Right, right, Um, right, right. right. You know, I I like uh, Raymond Sanchez. It should be known that I am related to him. And, uh, you know, Raymond helped me uh, and our family for a long time. And he is uh, unfortunately now like a national committee man uh, for the Democrat Party. But, you know, I knew him at a very different time, I should say. But he was also very pro business. Mm-hmm. He had a remarkable business rating. Uh, he was of the uh, Manny and uh, Raymond Sanchez, Manny Aragon, Raymond Sanchez uh, tandem duo. The you know the guys who were running things back in the in the nineties. Neither one of you were here at the time. I mean, they were extremely powerful. They were oh, like sure. the force against uh, Gary Johnson. Um, in spite of his very liberal record now, and likely very much responsible for putting some of the entrenched uh, elite, including uh, none other than uh, Bill Richardson and his ilk, and now leads to Michelle Lujan Grisham, which is what we have, unfortunately. Um, I don't know that maybe Raymond wouldn't have started out in that particular direction. So I think he would have probably been a little bit more business-oriented and knowing the criminality that Manny Aragon is, um, that Raymond Sanchez never was to be. Like, you even associating, in my opinion, Manny with with Ray, I think is is total sacrilege. Knowing what I know about what a good man, despite the fact that we're totally opposite on politics now, and the fact that I'm related to him, like I, I we couldn't be more opposite as far as politics. He hates Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump, right? So we 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 know that. Um, I think that's an insult to just human beings in general. I mean, I I tell you how much I disliked Manny. Like he's just such a disgusting creature. Uh, he once uh, when he found out what my last name was he's like oh yeah that's my son over there he called me it's like whoa ho, ho. yeah i'm not your son buddy <laughs> weird yeah i would not be yeah he's just kind of had that kind of very gregarious you know very uh center life of the party type of uh, feeling it's like you're a you're a gross human being and you but Eddie, saw- i think you make a point about those older democrat that older he's a blue dog blue dog we had we those in those. connecticut too yeah, blue dogs. Uh, hey, guys. I, there was another governor o'neill uh, another politician o'neill who was governor in connecticut and what happened was, yeah, they were big government guys. They were government hacks. You know, they were big union guys. But as you said, Eddie, they were generally pro-business. Yes. They, they understood that people needed jobs because back then there was a culture of people working. Right. Uh, even if it was, you know, considered, you know, beneath you, you would work rather than take welfare. Like that wonderful scene in Cinderella Man where Russell Crowe tries to give the welfare money back after he earns right. it. You know, yeah, yeah. that was Amer- America. And believe me, there were plenty of hardworking people Everybody in Mexico, too. Everybody paid it back. Uh, Everybody not paid not it just back. other states. Um, but what happened was the takeover. It happened in, in Connecticut. Uh, the, the older kind of, you know, Irish, Italian, Jewish Democrats, uh, not, not so much uh, New Mexican Democrats in, in, New Mexico, in Connecticut. We don't have a lot of them. They gave way to the baby boomers and the Generation Xers and now the millennials who are the hardcore, lonely girl, uh, cultural, uh, uh, completely full of themselves, wanting to write a blue, blueprint for planet Earth, great reset, kook progressives uh like stansbury and tlf and all those kind of people so um they were problematic a couple decades ago now now they're deadly uh and we need to oppose them in every way and every day and we do here well um it's a shame that we see lonely girl as a cd1 representative we literally gave her that yep yep you guys all had an opportunity to go ahead and, and get rid of her but the republican party chose not to do it remember every single time that that since that district has started, it was always Republican. Yeah. The very bat Manuel Lujan, 
You had Schiff there. Schiff, yeah. You had Heather Wilson. What well, what else do you need to know about the fact that we have lost the state than that CD1 seat? And now you're, you've given it away this year, for sure. I mean, like you, you've gone with Michelle Garcia Holmes. I forget her name. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, I mean, and she's ran for that seat how many times and how many other seats? And, and, but if she loses this, like, oh, oh. and I mean, there's no reason to think that she's going to win. I'm driving to Louis's home the, the election night, and I'm just going to shake his hand and say, Louis, on behalf of the, the entire population of this district, I'm sorry for what happened to you. You would be riding to victory tonight. Uh, if these dopes in the Bernalillo County Republican Party had gotten their s together and nominated you, can you imagine Luis Sanchez going door to door in CD one? The smiles on people's—I like him. He's like I'm going to vote for him in he November. Actually, he actually texted me today. I will tell you, I will absolutely be voting for. Um, I will be absolutely voting for uh, uh, Michelle Garcia Holmes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're we're voting for her. We're not voting for lonely girl in a million years i mean as much as i dislike michelle garcia holmes i'll take her a thousand times out of a thousand and i think that should be should be stated she's just you know i don't like her involvement with gary king um i think that was really bad uh, especially at a time when they put epstein out um and now you've got glane out in florida but anyway we, we, well, that's a whole uh, other uh, ball of remember, wax Eddie, so 50 answers we up. got from fifth 10 10 answers from five different candidates for the right. gubernatorial and cd1 in my opinion, I don't know if she wrote it or if it was written for her. She, she gave did a the good best job. answer yeah, she did. to critical race theory and identity good. politics. That was yeah. the best out of the 50 answers we got. That was number one in my category. Yeah. So and let's, I, let's at least give her that. Well, absolutely. And I think what we should do is, you know, we, we need to go ahead and open the spigots up again and make sure that we have the hardcore reds. At some point, either she probably won't meet with me, but she can at least do an interview with you and get her on, you sure. know, because sure. as much as I wouldn't, care for her very much as my CD1 representative, I would really care that uh, Melanie Stansbury is not going to win, right? And I think that if any year someone can pull it out of CD1, it, it would be this year. It's also a new, new district, et cetera. You know, this isn't a, if I, you want friends in politics, get a dog. So mm -hmm. we'll just kind of leave it at that. All right, let me get to some more of these uh, texts. Michelle Garcia Holmes has become New Mexico's version of Harold Stassen, I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, he ran for every four years for 40 years, I think, right? <laughs> uh, former TVC is Sherman McCorkle. No, uh, I think he was with all of that stuff. But Sherman, wasn't he a Democrat? Uh, Epoch Times, healthcare workers who sued over COVID-19 vaccine mandate win $10 million settlement. Ooh, wow. Is that a, that's the first of its kind. I don't think we've seen anybody actually uh, make it through. Uh, by the way, the... Highest uh, monkey mask uh, outbreak out in, in San Francisco. They declared last night uh, an epidemic in both New York City and uh, San Francisco. So there you go. About a dozen workers at North Shore University Health System in Illinois lodged the suit in October 2021, arguing that the facility was illegally not granting religious exemptions to the mandate. Uh, wow. I wonder uh, if Casey and Mike, Mikey, or Mike, that's her name, right? Mike, uh, Mikhail, I think is why he, he says it. Uh, they'll be on uh, <clears throat> Freedom Families United uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Very good. I like uh, he's he's very brave. Although, um, let me see. Uh, Justin House approves ban on semi-automatic weapons after series of mass shootings. Did that really just come out? I don't know if that's real. Uh, double check that, Dowd. Uh, let's see. Uh, True News with Rick Wiles and Christian News. 
Nasty Nancy's handlers have convinced this drunken fool to become a high-visibility Illuminati sacrifice. I'm not sure what that is, but I'm assuming it must have something with the right going to the left. We know that a number of leftists, you saw Joe Rogan, now you see, um, it's funny, when push comes to shove and when you really start you know, pushing people to the brink of whatever they need to be pushed to, uh, you have Joe Manchin, you have Joe Rogan, uh, you have all Joe, the Joes. all the Joes, yeah. Uh, going full blown, um, you know, Democrat. Uh, let's see. Uh, she departs Washington for Asia uh, after this is after Biden's two and a half hour meeting with Xi Jinping, right? They had their meeting uh, via phone yesterday. And of course, Joe was not able to convince Nancy to stay home. If you saw her, you've got to watch this. If you've seen Nancy. Pelosi speak yesterday after, you know, declaring victory. And so, like she's totally senile. We have the two, the two of the three most powerful people in the entire country are completely and totally senile. And the other one's just stupid. And that of course would be uh, Kamala Harris. Chinese, uh, Chinese, excuse me, are preparing for war. According to, uh, to the news, uh, Xi warns Biden, don't play with fire unless you want to be burned. Uh, here it is. We, Telegraph this, what, uh, four months ago? I said this was the next step, as many other people have also uh, contended. By the way, Tucker, absolutely on point yesterday. Uh, Let's see. I'm voting for Mark Art, and New Mexico should be run by actual grown-ups, not fake intellectual left-wing moonbats. Good point. Here we go. Spock explained to Kurt, the planet was run by satanic pedophile cult, and they controlled people by exaggerating the threat of the common flu. Oh, wow. That is... That's insightful. I think that needs to be one of your quotes uh, starting out uh, one day, Dad. I'll send that over to you. Cincinnati federal judge blocks Air Force, Air National Guard globally from discharging religious vaccines. Ooh, you could probably speak to that a little bit, Taylor. Um, don't. Um, like that. Oh, uh, the, the, the guy, the guy uh, literally is saying, uh, somehow we're getting, uh, wow, we're getting accused of plagiarism. Uh, Ooh. Good job. A good weatherman has got to be better than... Where would we get all of our ideas from? Dad, what would we do without other people? 30 years in the business, but I guess all, wow. suddenly I've become a plagiarist. Yeah, we yeah. are. There we are. Never uh, a man who can originate his his own stuff. All of our thoughts come from other people. Yes, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, I got here without you. Uh, a good weatherman has got to be better than a bad manager. His job is technical, so he's had scientific instructions. That could be helpful. So we should put New Mexico rockets out in the desert with the wagon wheels and the cow skulls. Probably. Yeah, she's good. Uh, let's see. Consistency with the radio show will simply breed a loyal following and continued growth and recognition. Okay, I'll take that. It's constructive criticism. <laughs> I don't know that anybody's uh, been consistently on the same time slot besides uh, Bob Clark. Uh, yeah, that'd be the only one. And uh, he's he's uh, he's uh, heading towards the sunset of his years, uh, despite him probably not aware of that. Um, Stigler wasn't aware. I had to make Stigler aware that T.J. Trout was going to be replacing him. <laughs> Can you imagine how unprofessional you must be as a radio station that the guy, your competition knows that his competition is going to be replaced because you beat his con- you you beat their competition to a pulp. Boy, imagine being replaced by TJ Trump, no matter who you are. Ah! <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what that was. I mean, uh, can yeah. So you are the light and the bright that brightens up the airwaves in an otherwise bastion of lies and deceit. Wow, good good stuff. Wow, that, that's. Poetic. Powerful. Yeah, you should uh, work with Bill O'Neill. Uh, the household loves you. If we lived within Albuquerque, you would have had our vote. But regardless, you were right. Ronchetti does not win. The New Mexico does not win. Keep fighting, Patriot. We are fighting too. I appreciate being called Patriot. That's nice. Oftentimes, I'm not referred to as such. 
We will continue to support your radio station and all those who invest their time there. And that's obviously our advertisers. I uh, never knew you could leave a positive review at the FCC for you. Yeah, all you have to do is say you want to leave an FCC comment. Okay. That's all you have to do. So it's uh, pretty simple and straightforward. Uh, if MLG is reelected, I will leave the state. Yep. Not the only one. Uh, garbled after we're, after the word transmitter. Oh. Uh, are we still gar- Are you hearing us on the internet at all? Uh, anybody out there? Uh, hello, hello. Mother, let us know. Mother. Uh, you're hearing us on Rock of Talk TV. I know that. It's Albuquerque. Uh, Utopia is getting paranoid and they can't handle resistance to their fans. Oh, we must be able to be heard because uh, the guy up in uh, the northeast part of the uh, northwest part of this, the country is is hearing us, right? Uh, so, yeah, and he's uh, responding. Dinah's back. That's exciting. Dinah's a, you know, kind of a big deal, you know. You, tell you, that you can't mend fences and I don't know that a fence needs to be mended. She just decided to run for politics, so I didn't want to do that. We also had uh, Stephanie Lord on here for, I don't know, what smattering of episodes i think i had her for seven or eight um episodes for her show before she decided to go ahead and run uh hey i just want to tell you that i tried to call the landscape that advertises on your program all well all day actually on your station sorry anyway the landscaping company for west whatever they're called uh, true west i've tried to call them three times they are not at the phone does not work am i to understand the owner has what however there's a skeleton crew here but i don't know how to reach them just wanted you to know this this is um N, and I appreciate your show. This has been a great week, and thank you for all you do. I think uh, people are probably commenting on the amount of times that I've been here. They are called smart cities because if they were called open-air prisons, you may not want to live there. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> That's good. Remember, I uh, don't need a weatherman to see which way the wind is blowing. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, you, you can lose my number now. Um, you will vote for Mark Runketty. You will vote for Mark Runketty. The internet is clear, unlike our sorry politicians. Thank you, Eddie, for all you do. Uh, just switched from online airwaves. All clear, both medias. Thank you very much. These are, these are your airwaves, folks. These are your airwaves. You're, you're more, more than welcome to them. Golden, sounds great. Appreciate that. Okay, so there you go. You guys are lovely, lovely people. My kids are in the back. Uh, we are here. All right, so Taylor Locker, welcome into the Kiva. How are you today, sir? Thank you. Welcome. Uh, uh, always appreciate the welcome back. Uh, not everybody knows me does. Okay, well, I think we're doing a little inside baseball, but it's anything but inside baseball. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's uh, what you've been doing to help the Republican Party as of late? And uh, I know that you've been trying to do a lot. I got to say, um, you're very generous. Um, you're a big donor. Uh, I think more importantly, you're someone who participates. You have a fine uh, a wife. By that, I mean you have someone who is by your side and someone who's exemplary in her uh, performance of the traditional family, and I do like her very much. And thank you for introducing me to the uh, great uh, restaurant Cervantes, who I uh, happen to like. Uh, and what's the guy that's at the front that you call and let him know? Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Oh no, they killed Kyle. No, he he's great, yeah, isn't he? He is a wonderful human being. Go see um, Kyle at Cervantes. And uh, his mom some... is great too. Yes, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, but we, we're not going to give them free. We we send people to Monroe. If Cervantes wants to pay, I'll, I'll eat their sauce all day long. I'll talk to Kyle. Yeah, well, it, well you don't have to. That's that's good. If, Fair you know, enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I spend enough, uh, you know, uh, when I do uh, frequent there. But I go to Monroe's on Sundays. I take the family there. We went there for Father's Day. Good stuff. That's where we spent our Father's Day because I love Kathy. And those great commercials. I mean, come on. Those are the best commercials in the market. But so the opera what you one, doing? is that yeah. you? What's that? The opera one, is that you? No. You're, I keep saying that sounds like Eddie, you, and I know you know opera. Did you? How do you know that? I don't know. 
I well, you know everything for starters. So <laughs> opera's in I that category. I would not say but... that. I think that's perception. I think Dowd knows everything, and you know, I sort of fill in some of the blanks. Mr. But... Aragon has far more high culture than I do. He does know opera. I don't know. I didn't make that up. I I all this time I thought it was you. Now I'm kind of disappointed it isn't. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Miguel. Miguel. What it even says in Miguel? I think. Sing uh, it, Miguel. Yeah. yeah. Sing it, Miguel. Yeah, it even says it. Like has a woman that's sort of like kind of flirty with him, and I don't know. It's it's a it's a. I, I've been playing it a lot because I told Kathy, it's my absolute favorite commercial. I like. Have you met Kathy Diaz? She's from Ohio. Now that I told you that, you're gonna go. Over there. Well, I you know I I heard what. Dowd said about people from Ohio, and so I'm kind of got my hurt feelings hurt here for. Well, the next people hour. from Ohio don't stay in Ohio. I think. Uh, no, we come to where the weather's nice. Yeah, what is that? What's going on? Good. Why do you, why do you guys all leave? Uh, why do you guys all leave Ohio? You know, Miguel's, have you been a winner there? <laughs> I don't know anything about Ohio to be honest, but I just I always kind of wonder about it because you know. Anyway, you're you're talking about this. I'm gonna play it real quick, so we'll play it. Monroe, sing, sing it, it for me, Miguel. Monroe's, Monroe. That's really good. Eat at Monroe's. Monroe's restaurant on Osuna, east of San Mateo, and on Fourth and Mountain. That's the greatest commercial in the year. There's nothing I've never heard a better. Well, it's commercial. a little less now that I know it's not you. Oh, I. You I suck. swear, I thought it was you. It sounds just no, like you, him. and that's a compliment. Oh, I appreciate it. Well, I don't have a voice as good as Miguel. My my middle sister Miguel. is a Broadway singer. Oh, wow. really? You know, built like one, too, you know. Uh, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, yeah. my ragtime. Opera, uh, yeah. Right. Wow. What have you been doing for the Republican Party? Well, let's fast forward to the president. Uh, they've got me doing, uh, I think they call it get out the vote. They don't... got me doing. Oh, I know. I, I'm not a professional broadcaster. Got me doing? Uh, um, um, <clears throat> So uh, I got, uh, we say in the military, I think, uh, you know, you either got, you either volunteered or you got army voluntold. Either way, I'm good with it. Uh, to get out the vote for Republican Party of Bernalillo County. So um, uh, the chairman, of course, is John Rockwell. And he's, he's, you've been working with him? Working with him. And he specifically called me up and asked me to wow. do this. Really? Okay, and, that's uh, good. That's good. Uh, as we it, like to say, despite you, my better like judgment, John? I said I would give it a go. How do, you, how do you like John? You guys getting along? We get along just fine. We're both yeah. engineers. Okay. So we have that super secret handshake that you wouldn't know anything about. Uh, Doyle learned a little something about it last week. This is my church. This the... is my steeple. Open up the doors and see all the people. Is that the one? You guys do that in front <laughs> of each other? Dang, he does there. know about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's on to me. Um, so uh, it. The part they want me to do, of course, is organize all the walking around. They they all believe in in touches. They, they call touches. Yeah, uh, you uh, should probably come up with a different word. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah especially specifically uh, what I was you. accused of yeah, back yeah, in. Yeah, we uh, don't yeah. need to stop. Stop. Let me. I'm gonna, when I say stop, that's where you stop. Okay. Then you say go. You go. Taylor's the best, by the way. Do, he is. He is. He's absolutely. Yeah. What I meant to say that. was my experience with Ohio people. It's either. Tip top or the worst of the worst. <laughs> Taylor, wow. Taylor's in the tip top category. And uh, nice I'm, recovery. I'm actually involved in a plot right now against one of the worst of the worst, but I, I wish I could say more, but I can't. Uh, I could say it. Uh, Maslin? No, I could say little Maslin. There it is. Uh, all right. So you've been doing the uh, get out the vote. How's it looking? Well, I just uh, so help Ron Ketty in Rio County, BCGOP. You're helping all the candidates, right? Everybody. Else. Right. Okay. So, good. um, 
takes two kinds, right? It takes candidates and volunteers that can walk the neighborhoods for those candidates. It and takes I'm the volunteers. Organizer. It takes volunteers. And then the candidates are lucky enough that the candidates like them enough to help them out. Right. And I think we should rephrase that. You know, I think it should always be about the volunteers and the volunteers first. So that that's important. And thanks for what you do. Go ahead. Thank you. So, uh, as you know, uh, uh, one of my skill sets is organizing, uh, getting the right uh, you planning. You are kind of good. Yep. Thank you. Uh, the highest compliment I ever got from the former chief scientist of uh, what Dowd knows as the Phillips Lab was the uh, best staff officer I ever had. And he said that in D.C. And you probably haven't seen me change uh, 50 shades of red, but I did that day. And uh, and that's the I highest compliment. Also, stay away from anything, uh, anything to say with 50 shades. Yeah, just stay away from that. Okay, only three shades of red. That's okay, a good point. That's a better way to go. Right. And um, so planning, programming, budgeting, executing, the volunteers that are willing to walk various neighborhoods. Again, not focused on one particular candidate, focused on all the candidates, focused on outreach, hospitality, welcome. Um, just, you know, do you like how the city and the state and the CD1 are working out for you since we're focused on on those Okay. And and it's kind of how we did your your uh, mayor's race starting out. You were wonderful. Thank you. Uh, it was like, are you happy with it is right now? And of course, there's an obvious answer. Well, are you interested in doing something about it? That's the mm-hmm. next obvious question. Yep. And so that's what the states, or not so much the state, but the Republican Party of Bernalillo County has me doing. Specifically, John Rockwell asked me if I would take that on. And I gave him my uh, concerns. And he, of course, said, fine, you're on. And um, and then as part of that, what I, you know, one of my bugaboos has always been who's the largest employer in the state of New Mexico, which therefore makes it the largest employer in CD1, which yeah. makes it the largest employer in Albuquerque. If you ask your normal Republican party, or actually just the people I've been talking to, they'll say Albuquerque public schools, not even close. University of New Mexico. <laughs> not even close. Curlin Air Force Base, oh, right okay. here, right next to us, has 25,000 people that come and go off that base, of which half of them are Sandia National Lab, not even military. And they're all well-educated. They're all well-paid. They're all voters, or most of them voters, right? All the Sandia people are voters. We got 850 of them across the street. Right. And so what I've wanted to do is you've all seen the, uh, this is just my idea, and so far they haven't shot me down yet is the kind of the louder with Crowder. I think we can support you better. Change my mind. Oh, great. Right, Boosts right. or tables. Uh, yep. One uh, man with Sandia volunteers outside the Sandia gate, okay. you know, where all the crazy post yeah, yeah, yeah. are. Yep. And then one outside the Truman gate for the, for the DOD folks, for the military folks. Okay. Just a suggestion. I'm not, I don't, I don't suggest that. All right. Well, we'll talk offline. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. But I, I, I think the idea is good. I think the problem is that would work everywhere else, but New Mexico does. Mm-hmm. And the only reason it's not going to, you know, trying to change people's minds on all that kind of stuff is, as we know, we have, uh, what is it called? Uh, free speech zones. <laughs> you run into, yeah, yeah. We, we can only say certain things at certain places. So, I mean, would you even be allowed to do this type of thing? Well, I mean, they have protesters outside the gate all the time. You know, why do you, you know, why you waste your mind on nuclear weapons? But that's a one-way conversation. I mean, if I'm out there with my sign and it says anything from Black Lives Matter to, you know, I'm against this or, you know, the Flint, uh, that's fine. But any type of open discussion, 
my gosh, you might actually involve some thinking. I mean, let's not least we, lest we forget uh, Taylor uh, Locker that uh, the origin of CRT organizationally comes from the Sandia National Labs, and we feature. See, here we go. I'm glad you're listening to me, um, and we don't need to talk this offline. I'm just telling you that any type of uh, open conversation is next to impossible to have. And they would no doubt demonize you, find out the people who are there who are trying to invite people to open their minds and speak and discuss things because we don't do that here in New Mexico. You either vote uh, Democrat and you vote for what we tell you to or you don't get uh, the freebies that uh, we're going to go ahead and launch you. In fact, many people, most people that I talk to, um, almost all, every single person with the exception of one, Casey Peterson, um, or Casey, I'm trying to think of his last, I think it is Peterson. Peterson yeah, yeah uh, are, 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 are not people who would speak their minds ever because, oh, I can't talk about, I have people from Comcast who come in and visit me and say, I can't say anything. I can't like your station. I can't wear your bumper sticker. I can't fly a Trump sticker. I can't do, like free speech is dead in the state of New Mexico. And you would be grilled for getting to, uh, trying to get people to think. So just a suggestion to save you time. That'd be a great, uh, great way to go. But unfortunately you have to beat people over the head with it. And uh, getting people to approach you uh, when they already know that you have a statement about something would be the last thing that they would do. More people are willing to vote their conscience behind a curtain and say, that's the only way we're going to be able to get Mark Runcetti. Because they're beating us. They're beating us every which way. They're, they're claiming that it's election fraud or there is no election fraud or that uh, all this stuff is false stuff. You saw what they did with Coy Griffin. You immediately become a target. In my opinion, I love your fight. That would be rational and reasonable in every other state in the country, but not in a place where we employ the very first free speech zones in the entire country, which, of course, is the University of New Mexico campus. Okay, sorry. Just had to make sure I uh, uh, directed that the right way. Okay, so what else? After I killed your idea. <laughs> uh, you're not the first, probably won't be the last, just maybe the last today. Uh, so um, one of the things that... I'm just trying to help you as a friend. No, I appreciate that because uh, I've demonstrated that I could use a little of that over the last year. Don't be hard on yourself because so, I'm not. I'm about to. I'm about to celebrate you and in the biggest way possible. And I appreciate that too because the you are a good man. No matter what anybody ever says about you, you are a great man. In fact, and let me tell you something else. The best thing I like about Taylor is after the Republican Party beat the living crap out of him. He started out his entire thing here talking about how he's working for John Rockwell, a man I hate or I dislike or I don't even care. Actually, you know, I don't hate him. I don't even dislike him. I don't care about him. I just don't have two crap. You can work for whoever you want. Did I say, hey, you, if you're going to talk on my mic today, you can't be working with more John Rockwell. Have you ever heard me say, hey, you Dad, would never ever, say that. Have I ever told you, Dad, hey, you can't do it? Like no. Dinah, she walks in like she can bring in whoever the heck she wants. Her show. I don't give a crap. You told me once I, I couldn't associate with someone anymore, and I texted back, I already have a father. I'm not taking up. Oh! Yeah, that didn't go that's over why very well. That's why yeah. he's here. No, it was, uh, <laughs> but, you know, the history has proven that <clears throat> maybe I wasn't too far off. But anyway, long story short, um, I think you have the fortitude, courage, and commitment to still help Republicans, despite what you endured. They kicked you out of the party. Well, they, they tried. They insulted you. <laughs> they went after your family. 
They even they, called my daughter in L.A. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I, I want to get into this a little bit. So, and, and feel free to share, okay? And it's feel, a little painful. It's okay. It's okay. I think this is cathartic, and I think it's important um, because, you know, I'm not here to save you. I'm just here to, like, set the record straight because we are a year from the day where you made some supposedly very famous con uh, uh, comments on the air, and Dowd literally has the transcript from the we're not going to even put your voice on because your voice is here today. And I said, Dowd, just go ahead and just get the transcript because he printed out from the transcript, which we have. So if anybody ever wanted to say, we know the Santa Fe New Mexican is dishonest. We know the two stories that they wrote about this and which they, I think they came after you because of me. I declare there's, would that, is that fair to say? Well, I'm certainly not worth coming after. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, Please stop the self-deprecation. You are absolutely a big target. How, how tall are you? 6'5", 215. Wow, svelte. I think under the definition of svelte is exactly... Uh, he told me last week there's a reason he could never become a pilot. Couldn't fit in the cockpit. <laughs> oh, wow. Too big for the cockpit, huh? Were you, yeah, were you and... envious of Tom? and Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom fits in the cockpit. He does. He's, the, he's all five foot nothing. There you go. You saw him jumping on that couch. Crazy guy. Anyway, we digress. Uh, Dowd, uh, you have the transcript, uh, ready, please. We're going to go to transcript a year ago today. Uh, young Taylor, younger Taylor Locker, if such a thing could be said, uh, we're all older every day, every minute, every second, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, he was here and we invited him as he brought in, um, uh, the promotion for Burgess Mer Owens, Burgess uh, Owens was, uh, uh, who's uh, black, by the way. Uh, last time I checked, he uh, is black. Burgess, oh, really nice. We exchanged numbers. I texted him. He texted me back. I'm like, I'm on, I'm on texting with a congressman. What? The U. Uh, the Hall the of Famer. U. The Hall of Famer, right? The Vikings. Raiders. 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 The Raiders. The Raiders. Just win, baby. Everybody just does uh, the Chris Berman. Just like, they don't, you don't even have to do. It's like, where did that come from? The Raiders. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> dad, roll tape. Uh, and we go back to a year ago to the day uh, before we had. Uh, and it was fun because I got a chance to not just see uh, Burgess Owens, but also hang out with uh, Kim Pierce, Steve Pierce, the Kim, no, Kim Skaggs, Kim Skaggs, uh, Kim, Kim was my treasurer. Uh, sorry, Kim, <laughs> Kim, 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 sorry. Um, what did it sound like? What did it look like? Uh, how did it get written up? in the Santa Fe, New Mexican versus uh, what was actually there. What do you got, Dowd? Well, the Santa Fe, New Mexican, a couple of days later, I don't, I don't know why the Santa Fe, New Mexican, which is the, uh, <clears throat> our state capitals paper of record, not, doesn't really cover. Yeah, we weren't really, we weren't really uh, reaching the Santa Fe environs that day. Uh, Weird how that came in out. Albuquerque yeah. broadcasting mm. out of Albuquerque. Certain uh, uh, connections to uh, Mylan and uh, this, uh, this guy. Oh, that's how it works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to call uh, the, in the, the headline story. Is, uh, GOP removes official over comments on radio about Española residents. Mm. Ooh, a Republican Party of New Mexico official has been stripped of his leadership. Post. Oh, stripped. stripped. Boy, for making derogatory remarks about people in Española on a conservative radio Espa. show last week. Uh, the party's executive committee unanimously voted. Unanimously. No, yep, no, no dissent. Get um, that filth out of here. Get that Taylor Locker out of our party. Stal Stalin would be proud of those unanimous yeah, votes, we, right? We, yeah, they had the, uh, uh, they had the, uh, the Rosenbergs. We also did 100%. that. 100%. Uh, Tuesday night to remove Taylor Locker. Taylor. Oh, Taylor, that's such guy. a white name. Uh, as we have vice to get rid chairman of, that. Of, the, of the first congressional district, quote, due to his inability to conform 
to the policies <laughs> conform. and guidelines I love that. Inability to of conform. the party, close quote. Uh, this gets me back to my favorite Nietzsche quote of all time. Uh, Whosoever <laughs> wishes to be a thinker must not be a party member because very quickly one thinks oneself out of the party. Uh, uh, yes, he, he did not conform. Uh, and here's what here's what happened. Uh, Eddie asked him about uh, Mr. Locker, about uh, if he was from Ohio or not. And this is the transcript, which somehow I couldn't find on my email, but this is what the but Santa Fe paper. Uh, oh, good. I'm glad Eddie has it. Uh, so, uh, hey, Mr. It. Locker, are you from Ohio? Uh, guilty as charged, although uh, maybe this reference will help you, uh, Locker responded. That's my Taylor Locker impression. We kind of think of Cleveland good. when we're getting in the uh, down in the Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton area like that. Uh, you think of Espanola. You got to keep that fenced off. Make sure those people don't populate with the rest of the state. Uh, wow, Aragon, CEO of the Rock of Talk radio station, said before changing the topic. So that has been circulating. What hasn't been circulating is the rest of the story. How there was immediately, immediately, uh, a correction. Probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, all of that other stuff that Dowd has uh, in the transcript. Okay. Now, we're not going to go over that because we don't need to. And we don't feel a need to defend it because it was defended a year ago to that day. What was, however, done was the complete and total annihilation of Taylor Locker, his life as a Republican and a man to this day who's still doing everything he can to work on behalf of the Republican Party, getting out the vote, making sure that he's uh, doing what he can to go ahead and do it. And he completely apologized when he was there that day. And that was that. We were done with it. Okay. And I didn't feed it and we didn't get into it. And it didn't really matter. Now, you never have to apologize for a single other thing, Taylor, because as far as I'm concerned, you're still committed to the same things that you're committed to, which is trying to change the state and getting the Republican Party to win. Now, I would say that the language, if you were serious, probably wouldn't help us a whole heck of a lot. However, that doesn't justify what happened to you after all of that. Because as you mentioned, they went after your family. They went, went to your sister, your, your daughter out in L.A. And you had all these other things that happened to you. But yet you came back up to even a year later. And what was really interesting is there are still Republicans who are committed to holding up that narrative. And you put together, I got the invitation. I was like, I get all the stuff. Either they take me off of a list or some three or five or ten people all send it to me. It's like, Eddie, you should pay attention. Like, I don't pay attention to politics. I'm like, oh, this is cool. So you've been planning this for a while. You look like you're going to have a, a number of candidates, uh, Taylor, uh, at your residence. And uh, let's not forget, <clears throat> Taylor's a max donor. Uh, he donates money, and he knows lots of people who have money. And he's connected all the people who are um, at Sandia National Labs. And uh, I think you have the highest security clearance in the entire country. Is that, is that correct? Wow. Yeah, I don't think anybody has a higher... I, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Yeah, you could kill me. Uh, could you tell us about if Roswell? If you needed to. Uh, Let's not forget, uh, Taylor also connected us directly, <clears throat> directly to um, the last man to walk the moon. Yep. Yep. And who is still alive. And Great for, event for that, week. it was huge. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it, it was the biggest thing that could possibly have happened. And I, I, I like, should I, should I try and go or should I, would, would that be something that uh, Mr. Spaceman himself would be more committed to? And we sent the, the Dowd Musket. I'm like, that's that they, they, they look at that guy. Couldn't he be smiling any bigger? And that's <laughs> that's what yeah, I think that's all the reward. first time I had worn uh, pants and a sport jacket in over two and a half years. <laughs> because when you go see a moonwalker, you dress the hell up and you shave that scruff off your beard, too. Burgess Owens is black. No, 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 no. Uh, Jack, I mean, Jack Schmidt. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm going back to oh, I'm going, I'm, <laughs> I segued into, you know, wait, yeah, 
Anyway. Right, Burgess Owen, and the reason we were trying to promote him since he got stuck in D.C. was, uh, uh, and and how do we promote uh, a black man from Salt Lake City uh, who, you know, went to the U in Albuquerque, you know, except for us football fans, who's the heck's heard of him? So the, the, the ticket was that his dad went to Ohio State and and that because that was the only place a black man could go to graduate school back in that day. Wow. And so very, very, there's my very alma mater yeah. uh, promoting uh, black man Burgess Owens. But, and but you're a racist. Be happier. But, but you're a racist. I know. That's what I've been told. I just want you to know that how, how incredibly racist you are. In fact, I think you were also going to uh, bring in Jeremy Gay. Uh, Wait, into, is he black too? He's, he's black. Yes. I believe that you also, during the meeting that we had for the Berlio County, where you were running against one Ant Thornton. Yeah, you, this is, this is the gem. Wait, 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 you don't get to talk, Taylor. I get to talk. Taylor, Taylor wants to jump on this. Let me, let me, let me, let me just say, you know, I'm, I'm really good, but my memory is, it's even better than Dowd's. And Probably, Dowd, right? Dowd, Dowd gets to go to his computer yeah, some I, of these times, but I, I literally <laughs> just, everything from the time. I remember having our Bernalillo County Central Committee meeting. And Taylor is so incredibly racist that he literally steps aside in his race for, was it first chair for Bernalillo County, which you could have made a big thing. And he said, you know what? I want Ant Thornton to be the Bernalillo County first chair. You gave him the position. You didn't even decide to compete because let's not forget you were the first chair of the entire party. Is that correct? First, the what was that called? What was the official title? Vice the chair, state, state, state. Party? I uh, I held the record for being the congressional district one vice chair for two weeks. Okay, I, I don't hear, want to hear that other part. Let me set this up. This is why I don't want you to talk. Okay, because you you were the self deprecation needs to stop today. Period. Like you better Taylor Locker better not ever say a negative thing about himself again. You understand? It's over. It's over. I will I will beat you to a pole. Even I'm learning to stop. He's even even getting me to stop that. (laughs) At some point, you're going to have to figure out a way to market yourself. And I'm going to do it here for you. You're you're talking to a man who's incapable of self-deprecation. I will not self-deprecation. Eddie Eddie has full confidence. As I I always tell people uh, off the air, that great British diplomat who was talking about some other statesman who said, I wish I were as sure of one thing as he is about everything. Uh, (laughs) Trust your gut. And then you don't ever, never have to doubt yourself. I have regrets. I have a few regrets. I had a few, but none too few to mention. I won't bring that. So don't worry. I did it my way. Okay. <clears throat> Ant Thornton's black. Did you know that? Taylor Locker, Ant Thornton is black. You mean you gave your seat to a black man in the Republican Party? Wait, I thought you were racist. Robert Aragon, Robert Aragon thinks you're racist, Taylor Locker. Robert Aragon thinks you're a racist, and Robert Aragon wants to be state party chair. In fact, he's calling everybody in the first congressional district, the second congressional district, and the third congressional district to let everybody know that he's running for state party chair, and he did a political lynching directly on you, trying to claim that you are racist, going to the Santa Fe, New Mexican, directly, directly, to release this information about you and what you did to remove you and use all of the entirety of the Republican Party to take you out. And you decided to go ahead and create an event. 
which I'm very proud of. You came back and you kept doing what you were doing, which is supporting the Republican Party. And you didn't get jaded. You didn't say, I'm going to walk away. And you didn't get bullied and pushed out. Because as far as I'm concerned, when anybody does something like that, that is controlled opposition. That is controlled opposition. There are people within the Republican Party who don't want the Republican Party to succeed. I think it would be absolutely explicit for me to state emphatically, okay? And I want you to understand this, okay? And this is important for you, Taylor. You decided to hold an event, max donors, they, those guys could have easily pulled out 25, 30, 35, maybe 50K out of your event. You did it for Zanetti, you did it for a number of different people. Now you're supporting Ron Ketty and everybody else because up and down the ticket, that's what you care about. You care about winning, period. Because you don't want to live in a state like this and you support every Republican, period. And you came back after getting kicked in the face by Robert Aragon, the rest of the Republicans, unanimously removed uh, voted to remove you. And I remember I got lynched right in the middle. Oh, look at all the sexual texts that Eddie Aragon was sending to this person and that person. Oh, my God. Oh, Mari Spinelli, who got kicked out of the, or resigned her position, I think, or whatever happened. And uh, the previous chair uh, or, <clears throat> excuse me, executive director of the party. And they all came after me. It's like, we've got things. I'm like, what things do you got? Show me what you have. <laughs> I want to see these wonderful sexual texts that I texted all these wonderful people. Because I, I, I really want to see them. Because I probably have them too if they came for me, right? Wouldn't they be in here? I've got an archive of every single thing. I've got an archive of every show, every single thing that's here. Bring it. Okay? And they decided to go after you, Taylor. And you decided to set up a fundraising event. Oh, for couple of other people too. Harry Montoya from Santa Fe, a converted Democrat. I would also consider Harry a controlled op candidate. At least Harry was nice enough to go ahead and decide to pick up the phone and give you a call. And then you have uh, Michaela Chavez, who supported uh, none other than Manny Gonzalez, despite the fact that she emphatically said that she didn't, but she was working with Jay Block and supporting Jay Block. And we see what Jay Block has done to Mark Ronchetti. Okay. We've seen all of that stuff. That stuff is He's doing his very best impression of about face and it's not, not going well. Now we've got two candidates, Michaela Chavez and Jeremy Gay, who also decided to not pick up the phone and call you, but take this very report coming from the Santa Fe, New Mexican. And now we're about to go ahead and put the uh, final piece of this. And that comes from a follow-up article to this because it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for you to try to squash my free speech and our free speech and the First Amendment. You had to go and find the one elected Republican, the mayor of Española himself. That's how much you tried to amp up against me. And as I told you at the beginning of the show, there is a karmic feeling that you get every time you come at me or anybody I'm loosely associated with, okay? And you will get your comeuppance because the mayor of Española, the guy who would be anointed king, the man who graduated from Harvard and all this other thing, got his ass beat by a 26-year-old, know-nothing, do-nothing, snot-nosed kids who probably doesn't change his underwear because you decided to take this shot. And the people of Española took notice. Roll tape, Santa Fe, New Mexican, second planted story. 
from the Republican Party. Do you doubt Muska? Uh, yes, as Eddie said, uh, not one story, folks. Two stories up in Santa Fe about uh, the racism that was exhibited right here in the Kiva one year ago tomorrow. I was sitting right here, and he said in the moment, I just looked over at this guy next to me and said, what are you doing? I just don't want to be anywhere near you. Um, no, that's a joke. Uh, it wasn't a joke to Mayor Javier Sanchez, who went into high dudgeon uh, to condemn our, our guest here. Uh, he in no uh, in no uncertain terms, he issued a message uh, Thursday. Oh, uh, he must uh, have heard. Ago. He must have heard the broadcast. Oh, I'm sure he's a daily listener. Yeah, a daily Talk, listener. Absolutely. Uh, in response to the ousted Republican Party of New Mexico official who badmouthed his city on the radio. We're also going to get into a little later about what the ESPA blotter is all about. And it's not what any of these people claim it's about. Quote, making disparaging remarks about any category, class, or race of people. Uh, Taylor didn't make any remarks about any category, class, or race of people. Uh, Belittles the offender more than it does the actual targeted group, particularly when it comes to the people of Española. Because you don't know who you're messing with, we are thick-skinned, resilient, and self-aware enough to dismiss those kinds of comments uh, Sanchez wrote, uh, I guess he put it up on, uh, was it on Facebook? Oh my goodness, wow, that's where you want to post your comments. Um, with the growing ease in people's tongues to disparage the city of Española, we must stay vigilant and strong to lead by example. Funny thing, Javier Sanchez was actually on our air Yep, 11 months to the day prior to him going on to the Santa Fe, New Mexican, decided to take a shot. I don't think there was any bigger champions of what he was doing than what we were doing, supporting Javier Sanchez at that time. People have a very short memory. And let me tell you something that stinks to high heaven, and that's opportunism. Someone put Javier Sanchez up to that article. Javier Sanchez neither heard of it, didn't see it, by the way, uh, Ann Thornton beat Peggy Mueller Aragon, just so you know. Correct. Because you enabled a black man, Taylor. Why? Wow, you started him on this path to power. He could be the lieutenant governor of the state of New Mexico. And in my opinion, he should be. And I'm excited about that. Javier Sanchez is New Mexico's Joseph Welch. It would be difficult to find two people more different than Javier Sanchez and Michelle Lujan Grisham. The latter is a career lawyer from bureaucrat, politician from a capitalism hostile state who's used her family name to avoid. Let me show you how the uh, lynching, the self-lynching happens. Uh, so listen here. To avoid the stress of the private sector, she became a public servant by New Mexico's overwhelmingly dominant political party. Dowd, you're, you're so great. <laughs> Dowd has no idea that I'm reading his article. I'm, I'm two paragraphs in. The man writes so much. And I immediately go to, oh, yeah. I remember the day that he wrote this article. And you decide to come at me? You don't, you don't know the half of it. You don't know what I know. You don't know how long I stamp. You don't know who I'm connected to. You don't know. And when you take shots at me, and they're totally not justified because you're afraid of the power that I might have as a politician, as a radio host, or just as a citizen. And you forget the things that we do on behalf of the good conservatives of the state of New Mexico, and you force them to take shots that they did not even know anything about. You told them a story, and you killed their careers 
Robert Aragon, killed his career because you put him up to this crap. And people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why'd you do that? Why are you getting involved in some fracas about something having to do with the Republican Party? Javier Sanchez doesn't care about the Republican Party. What'd you do to get, help him get elected during his Espanol election? I know nothing. Where was the Republican Party helping Javier Sanchez? They got Javier Sanchez to go in and do the dirty work and put an article out on the Santa Fe, New Mexican. That article got used against him. Because it identified him as a Republican. His competition only had to go and search the very few archives that exist for Javier Sanchez. He was a good guy, worked at a restaurant. You know, he's gay. He went to Harvard. He never identified himself as a Republican, but you decided to in a city like Española. The latter is a career lawyer, bureaucrat, politician from a capitalism hostile state who's used her family name to avoid the stress of the private sector. She became a public servant via New Mexico's overwhelmingly dominant political party. The decisions she has made as governor have been consistently poor, if not disastrous. Isn't Dowd the best, Taylor? He's the best This is writer. good stuff. Who, who wrote this? Who wrote this? The former was raised in Texas, where economic freedom was and remains popular. He has degrees from Yale and Notre Dame. He became a financial analyst, but unafraid to get his hands dirty, he joined his partner's family business to make sopapillas, enchiladas, and all the local favorites in Española. He ran for mayor in a Democratic stronghold notorious for its patron style of system of politics. I think that exists in the Republican Party. As a Republican. Wait, he ran for municipal. Whoa, whoa. Who is this guy running for municipal office as a Republican? What? Who is this guy? Uh -oh. Huh? <laughs> did, did I uh, remember? No, it's non-party. Remember the Republicans supported the. Uh, <clears throat> you guys are so stupid. In a face-off between the two. Dow, did you write this? Yeah, I think so. Dowd wrote about a Republican in 2020. Summer, yeah. Summer of August 29th of 2020. Is that about, did I get about the date right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. August 29th of 2020, about a man during the pandemic that could have taken on Michelle Lujan Grisham and the Republican Party destroyed his career. Who lost to a 26-year-old. This is what is known as controlled opposition within the party. <clears throat> Sorry, you know a little whisk of beer. In a face-off between Michelle Lujan Grisham and uh, Javier Sanchez, which would you put your money on? Wow, that's pretty direct. Pretty out front. It's a no contest, of course. Sanchez in a route. Javier Sanchez should be your next governor of the state of New Mexico. He would have been gay, Yale, Notre Dame, small business, Española, Northern New Mexico, Republican. You realize how easy that is to elect in the state of New Mexico statewide. I think that checks off every box plus one. Hispanic. Hispanic. One of our own. 
non-carpet bagger, local. But no, this is what we this is what we think of Javier. We're going to use him to go ahead and take out Taylor Locker. Luhan Grisham struck first, of course. Last week I traveled in. <laughs> I wish I had a Michelle Luhan Grisham buzz. Last week I traveled to northern New Mexico, and in traveling to northern New Mexico, I went through Española. I saw a lot of activity in Española, and traveling through Main Street, going north, I didn't see a single mask, not one, not in a parking lot, not in a grocery store, not one that we passed, not a convenience store, not at a gas station, not by someone in a car, not hanging on a rearview mirror, not on a wrist, not as people were walking nowhere, not one. Boy, she really has the Patron system in mind. She knows how to really rag tag her own people. Weekly statements and conferences. Mm. Oh, God. Love brutal, brutal. But Sanchez quickly counterpunched with devastating effect. Are we truly to believe that the governor slowed down enough to see into our dark tinted windows to find? I love that. Or that she looked up even, from her phone. Even Sanchez is saying, yeah, into our, our dark tinted windows. It's not lost on him on the culture of Española. To find no mask hanging from the review mirrors. At this rate of condescension, I would be very surprised if the governor's vehicle even slowed down to rolling stop at the red lights. How empty those words sound coming. Boy, that is so smart. Little tiny bit smug, you know, little smarmy and enough uh, disingenuous and ridicule to make the governor look totally stupid. You remember this? It was two years ago, 23 months ago. How empty those words sound coming from behind the window of an air-conditioned vehicle while peering in us like we are children who haven't cleaned our rooms. Oh, snap. My gosh. Not only did he own Española at that day, he owned the entire state of New Mexico. Sanchez has responded. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Sanchez's response had Lujan Grisham crying uncle. Crying. Is, has anybody made Michelle Lujan Grisham cry? He doesn't feel anything almost immediately, but classless as ever, her apology was disappointing. Instead of her true mea culpa, she regretted that her comments were taken as a lack of respect for Española. And since that was not her intent, she took responsibility for the way her words were conveyed in her. That was Hemingway. That was short, declarative, mean, hateful statement. Luhan Grisham's gracelessness notwithstanding, Sanchez's refusal to bend the knee to the dangerous demagogue makes him New Mexico's Joseph Welch. Who's Joseph Welch, Dowd? Uh, during the McCarthy era, Mr. Welch was uh, representing the U.S. Army. Of course, McCarthy went a little crazy. There were commies in the government, but he started to accuse the U.S. Army, Eisenhower's U.S. Army, uh, of being riddled with communists. And uh, there was, a, I guess, a, some assistant of Welch's, again, the attorney for the U.S. US Army, uh, he had this assistant had some brief week, week long flirtation with some left wing group. McCarthy went after this young guy and then in Welsh on television uttered the immortal lines, uh, you know, up to this point, I have not realized your cruelty or your recklessness. Have you no sense of decency, sir? At long last, have you no sense of decency? That's been one of the most famous quotes in American history. And I was basically likening the mayor who I was I was given an attaboy to for taking on this horrible, corrupt, deranged little mini Mao. The first and, one. Yeah. As yeah. an elected official, yeah. the first one to take yep. her on. Yep. Yep. And did so perfectly. Yeah. Very well. We could have started the campaign for uh, Mr. Uh, Sanchez, Javier Sanchez. Javier Sanchez. Can you imagine having a Governor Javier Sanchez? Would have given my right arm for that. Maybe actually. It's a question that someone in a position of prominence should have asked New Mexico governor months ago. It fell to Javier Sanchez to muster the bravery to challenge Santa Fe's tiny tyrant, and he delivered. All New Mexicans should be grateful.
I sent that directly to Javier Sanchez on the morning of that. I was so incredibly proud of it. Wow. I didn't know that. Until oh, yeah. Now, there two is. years later. Uh, there's the proof right there. <laughs> okay. Just so you know, you can see it there. It says Javier. I've got his number. Okay. There it is. He says, hey, man, that's a very well-written article. Guess what, though? We had already planned a weekend getaway. We're in Taos until Sunday afternoon, him and his uh, husband. I said, LOL, sweet. Talk soon. Enjoy. Download the app. We did an interview. We had him on the air. That is somebody we wouldn't have to fight for. He would probably beat Michelle Lujan Grisham in a landslide. And would have gotten reelected to the mayor of Española, no problem, unanimously, if you wanted to go ahead and see the same way the vote went out for Taylor Lockett. So <coughs> that is who your Republican Party is. I want you, I want it to be known today in the event that we don't win who the loss will fall on. Controlled opposition within the party, the likes of which I've already aforementioned. And not for the type of people who keep trying despite getting kicked in the teeth, kicked in the face, intimidated, threatened, uh, intimidating your family, your friends, every single person. I'm here today to stand up for you, Taylor. Thank you for standing up on behalf of Jeremy Gay, who did not pick up the phone to give you a call. Um, I'd be surprised if he gave you a call. I would certainly like for him to be a attorney general, but the way that he's handling that until that phone rings, I don't expect him to be. Um, I would anticipate that you would get a phone call from the likes of Michaela Chavez, an apology for denying you your ability to go ahead and, and uh, decide to go ahead and um, do a fundraiser for her and bring people to meet her. Uh, but apparently she doesn't need it. And uh, also Harry Montoya. So um, I have nothing else to say beyond that. I've said my piece on this whole thing. I'm sorry that that got thrown into you by some of the operatives for the very people that you work with, John Rockwell and the various other people that are connected directly with it. It's a story that uh, they should have submarined. Um, we certainly haven't kept it alive, but since they did, we will. And I have uh, delivered the death blow. So um, do you want to say some final words uh, beyond a couple that I imagine that you would probably like to say to me? Um, I think we're good here. I certainly welcome the opportunity to be in the Kiva. Um, it's a, it's always a delight. You are always uh, let people speak their mind. Everybody is welcome to my house. Uh, you can get the address from Eddie, or he knows how to get a hold of me on Thursday night. Uh, unless you've already, uh, you already know who you're voting for, or you bring a guest. This is about welcome. This is about outreach. This is about minority outreach. This is about neighborhoods. This is about ward building. This is about precinct building. This is about winning. I'm a Buckeye. Is there like a, a, a fight song that the Buckeyes have? A really good Dowd would yeah. already have it up. Oh, <laughs> come on. He's my friend. It was just a joke. He knows it. Uh, see the Ohio State. Get the one up where the uh, sousaphone player uh, dots the eye. I don't know. I, we're not going to see it. Um, let's see. Fight song. We'll play that out for you. We'll call it a, we'll call it a deal, and then I get to do the Espanola blotter. Yep. It's not going away, folks. I think, I think I've <laughs> earned it. Uh, what do you think? Uh, this is called a battle, a Buckeye battle cry. All right, where are you guys in the preseason rankings, Ohio State? Number two, right behind Big Bad Bama. Oh, wow. there we go. A big, I do, I do, I do like a winner. I got to tell you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a winner kind of guy. You know. Yeah. I uh, love Nick Saban. Love what they do. Bama's king until somebody kills them. There you go. That's it. The U, and then uh, 
got uh, Alabama. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Back to do the Espa blotter. Look at that. Look in the wind. Look the wind cries berry out there. Hey, like that. We've got some good uh, stuff. Some ominous clouds and some unbelievable. Uh, weather here for the uh, weekend back in 10 minutes please listen to all of our advertisers our sponsors everybody here please patronize them and uh, all the way to the top of the hour we'll be doing uh, nothing but green onions and the espa blotter thank you everybody for listening Bill was tired. 623 here in the Kivano. All bad. It's all sunny. The bright lights of the heavens are breaking through. It's going to be cool. Nice mountain breezes up here at Espano. What's going on? What's happening out there? What's happening in the 505 or what are we anymore? I don't The 575. I don't even know the area code. My nana, my tata, all of us. We had, uh, you know, we had a good area code. It was all the 505. Now the state's gotten so big. It takes like an hour and a half or so to even get to Albuquerque, to Burkina. What's going on? Didod Moscow, you in the Kiva, no? Uh, I'm here in the Kiva. Uh, and if I'm indulged at the beginning of our Espoblader folks, uh, for the uh, unanimous Republican hacks who did what they did to Mr. Locker a year ago. Oh. The Espoblader is a satire. Taylor. It is about humor. 
the race and the ethnicity of the perps and the skells and the uh, arrestees are never mentioned in the Española police blotter. And since you all seem to be morons, let me fill you in a little bit. Ooh. There's a proud tradition in our country of disparaging certain parts of the country, towns, maybe even parts of towns. Think about, oh, he's from the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, they're from the bad part of town. Think about, oh, out in the sticks. Very famously, the Hollywood Reporter, I think, headlined a, a picture that had, a motion picture that had failed out in flyover country. Hicks, Nicks, Sticks, Picks. Uh, think about the term flyover country itself. <laughs> Where I come from in Connecticut, uh, people east of the river sometimes are called Swamp Yankees. People west of the river are richer, more blue blood types. Rush Limbaugh, many of you morons who acted against Mr. Locker probably laughed when Rush Limbaugh used to talk about Rio Linda, California, where there was a lot of ignorance and poverty and, and crime. Rush talked about it all the time. Uh, they used to make fun of New Jersey on Saturday Jersey. Night Live when they would portray New, Gov uh, New, New York Governor David Patterson. Remember, this is a, this is a <laughs> terrible place, even worse than New Jersey. Uh, Bill Don Schaefer, the greatest governor in American history, a Maryland governor, uh, they caught him on the mic one time, leaning over to a legislator, and, and he asked them, how's that bleep house of an eastern shore out there? Because that's where... That's Okay, that's not right. No, long why? why? Tradition of making fun of places. How about the movie Airplane? Remember Ted Stryker? It was a rough place. <laughs> the seediest dive on the wharf, populated with every reject and cutthroat from Bombay to Calcutta. It was worse <laughs> than Detroit. There is a long tradition. In 2001, the Washington Post published an article by an author asking, "Why not the worst?" He named Battle Mountain, Nevada, as quote the armpit of America, close quote. <laughs> the town embraced the term and for many years People afterwards held the armpit, the armpit <laughs> festival in Battle Mountain for many years after that, okay? Little, little so, uh, I can't even do it. I've, I've, I've tried for years. I'm, never, on a rant. I'm on a rant and I will shut up now. No, but don't, this has no, nothing no, no. to do with race. Nothing. And you people are morons. This is humor. It's humor. Why don't you just relax and enjoy the show? It's all funny. <laughs> Just kidding. Why? The truth hurts. And it's also funny. This is the Española blotter. The sun shining through. The lights of God on me. The police blotter is published to give the readers an abridged look at criminal activity in their community and their neighborhood. Right in the hood, no. It's simply an illustration of what the local law enforcement, the funded by the taxpayers, that's you out there. Well, me. It's been, yeah. Anyway. Must deal with daily throughout the Espa Valley. Let's kick it off with the Española police officer. Thank you for your service. We salute you or whatever we do. Okay, a winge, the, the tribal police. Uh, the Rio Riba County Sheriff's deputies or the state police responded to the following calls. By the way, the good people of Española, you know, on 3.5% Española Valley, no. 12.47 a.m., a Camino Cielo Grande caller reported a woman to whom they gave a ride is sitting in the truck and refusing to leave. These women, they never want to go anywhere. They just want to sit in the truck all day, refusing to leave. Fine, how do you do? 1.04 a.m., a caller requested a welfare check on a woman who is sitting in the media near an okay casino because she looks beat up and has a swollen face. Mira, look at her. Porjita. Go help her. Go give her some... We'll give her some water, maybe a wet rag. 8.01 a.m. A Speedway caller reported a homeless man is yelling. Everyone's yelling at customers and going through the trash. What are you looking for? Why? I'll help you out, bro. 9.21 a.m. An Espa hospital caller said, 
A woman fled the hospital with an IV still inserted. Mira, take it out if you're going to leave. You don't want to drag that stuff through ESPA. People need the extra needles here. Eddie, that was low. That was a low blow, no. 11.48 a.m. A Chile scholar reported a woman is getting in front of traffic. <laughs> Problematic. You want to get in traffic, <laughs> not in front of it. Why? Everything's why. 11.49 a.m. A Walmart caller. Everything's at Walmart. We all visit the Walmarts. Caller said a man. There's only one Walmart, uh, by the way, in the area that we know we call Walmarts. Said a man is in the bushes. It might be on drugs. He's definitely on drugs. He's running around with a screwdriver. <laughs> He's not the only man in all of Española running around with a screwdriver. My mother taught me to, never to run with scissors. Yeah. Right, well, they got screwdrivers there. What do you need scissors for? We got no paper. We can't read. Why? Eddie, that's bad. 3 p.m. Sharp. Sharp. A Walgreens caller reported two African-American women. There's two African-American women in Española. Wow. Two African-American women are asking customers for money in exchange for sex. That's usually how the transaction Wow. Goes. Wow. We got that. I thought that only went down in the in the 313 in Detroit City. 1.13 p.m. Okay. A Winge Travel Center caller said a drunk man is in front of the laundromat. Asking for money and refusing to leave. Everyone's refusing to leave. That's the problem in Española. Everyone's refusing to leave. <laughs> Get out. Find a job somewhere else. There's no jobs. <laughs> Trabajo mucho. I work hard for the monies. 2.28 p.m. Two callers requested a welfare check on a man sitting near the family dollar in Española's because they said he didn't look good. Nobody looked anybody really look good in front of a family dollar? When's the last time you say you took a selfie in front of the family? Hey, I'm here to get the family dollar discount. <laughs> now, a dollar tree, they have a higher class of people. Yeah, a little slightly, slightly, not not, not yeah, much, slightly. But... Come on. Be cool. 2.40 p.m. A North Prince Drive caller said a shirtless man is holding a screwdriver and talking to himself. Maybe he's got a screw loose. No. I see what you did there. 2.47 p.m. Very serious caller. Caller reported they're being threatened over social media. And they want to file a report on the guy threatening him. On I'm, social media. I'm threatened over social media 10 <laughs> times a day. 3.33 p.m. A Cook's Mobile Home Park caller requested a welfare check on a neighbor with diabetic problems who screams at random times. You can't even set a watch to him. It's just random. 4.07 p.m. A dazing caller said a man is claiming to be staying in a room... But he's not a guest, and he's refusing to leave. What's wrong with everybody in Espa? <laughs> this is this is too this is rich, muy rico, as we say up here. How's that? How's the uh, carne alivada? It's rico. I would never leave Espanola if uh, if everything was rico. Four eleven p.m. Four one one. A point S caller reported a truck pulled in fast, and the driver flipped off the caller. He I gotta call it in nine one one. Someone flipped me off. <laughs> felony everyone's very sensitive up in espanola but we have yet to get a complaint and i think uh the uh, rio grande valley is still publishing this stuff despite the fact that they know that we read it every week during the six o'clock hour we like to top it off stay classy 4 27 p.m a hernandez caller reported a woman is throwing rocks at a caller's car <laughs> a lot of rocks. A lot when you rocks. got nothing left you just throw rocks i guess there's just not enough rocks 
5.49 p.m. An all subs caller said a woman is harassing customers. What's wrong? You ate all the chimneys. Why'd you leave with the last chimney? That was for me. 6.17 p.m. A Chama caller reported her son was down by the river when someone pulled up with a gun and started acting disorderly. <laughs> the biggest word in all of Española, by the way, is disorderly. Well, four just, syllables. Just so you know. yeah, the four syllables and starts with a D. Like us Democrats, we're kind of disorderly. My tata was, was, was disorderly Democrat. My great-grandpa, him too. All of us, disorderly. 8.11 p.m., El Llano Collar said her son is walking and saying he needs an ambulance. The son is complaining of breathing problems and loss of eyesight. Medics determine he's suffering from withdrawals. Well, that's good. He's, he's getting off the hot sauce. That's what it takes. The hard living, the hard end. 9.11 p.m., Emisionico Vento Caller reported a bunch of boys are fighting by the games at the fiesta. Why? They're all for the same girl. No, that's my that's my baby. I had that baby. No, that's my baby. Truth hurts. Me. I don't know. We played spin the bottle one night and one of us got lucky. I don't know who. We got to go take one of those tests when we can afford it. 9.26 p.m. Annoy recovery caller said a man who's not in his right mind left in a black car. As most people do. Most Oddly people specific. not in their right mind leave generally in a black car. 9.47 p.m. A woman called and said her ex-husband showed up at the fiestas and sat next to her and her mom. She said she's going to call the general attorney in D.C. because she has a 14-year history of harassment and the state police aren't doing an adequate job of handling it. Why not kick it up to... I'm going to kick it up to Janet Reno. <laughs> Is she even alive? Do you think Merrick Garland could find New Mexico on a map? Eh? <laughs> or Española. Nobody knows we're here. We're hiding in the bushes. With a screwdriver. Why? <laughs> and rocks. 2.10 a.m. This stuff is just, it's rico. An Española hospital caller said a man left with an IV. Still left in his arm. Woman, then man. Are they handing them out for free or what? Just run with them. We're not going to charge you. You take that IV with you. Don't worry. It's on the house. <laughs> I've got this mentality nailed down. 2.15 a.m. He, it's late. A Walmart callers reported a drunk man is by Wendy's. Shouting and throwing rocks at people. There you go. Everyone's shouting, yelling, throwing rocks, shouting, and acting disorderly. <laughs> this is just a hundred different ways to do the same thing and call it into 911 to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my kids are laughing in the other room. They, they're literally right here to the left of me. They think this is the funniest thing. 2.39 a.m., a Walmart caller said a man is shooting a gun. When police found the man who was allegedly shooting... He did not have a gun. A gun? What? Where's the gun? You said they said they were you were shooting. You left oh. it with the man in the bushes. Yeah. Seven thirty-nine a.m. A caller requested a welfare check on a man sitting by the ditch on Fairview Lane and North McCurdy Road because he's screaming, screaming, shouting, yelling. Here we go. These are serious, serious allegations. You definitely want to call this stuff to nine one one. If you hear of a man yelling, please call nine one one immediately, sir. Call 911. Is there someone yelling with a screwdriver? Call 911. 8.48 a.m. A South Paseo de Oñate caller said an elderly man walked and wandered into the building and seems disoriented. Who is that? 
You know, who's that walking in? Joe Biden. <laughs> I thought I saw him. He was talking to me this morning on the TVs. Everything's plural, by the way. Nothing singular. Because it's about community, no. We're together. Not at 4 a.m. Everything's on Fairview now. A Fairview post office caller reported a car is parked in the no parking zone. Why? He's breaking the law. When the caller confronted the man, he told her, hey, mind your own business. (laughs) 9.53 a.m. A Mountain View Sunset caller said a man is turning in circles and jumping into walls. Is he a retarded dog? Remember you have those dogs? That man has been recently vaccinated, by the way. (laughs) It had to be. What else could you... Why else would you turn into circles and jump into walls? Wow. That's that's rico. 10.07 a.m. McDonald's caller reported a shirtless man is throwing rocks at cars and blocking traffic in the drive-thru. He's very angry. The breakfasts are now over seven bucks. He can't afford it. I got a panhandle all day for tomorrow. There's not enough panhandling to do. That egg McMuffin, I tell you. Yeah, it, they're the pricey. Bank. They're pri- They break the bank four <laughs> bucks plus. Not if you got the app. I can't afford a phone. You want me to get the app? Why? Everything's why. <laughs> I feel like I live in Espanola. <laughs> you do paint a picture, doesn't he, ladies and gentlemen? 10, 10.07 a.m. A McDonald's caller report. Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, 10.24 a.m. A South Orchard Lane caller said he hears echoes of shots being fired. Echo. They were fired yesterday. I hear them today. It knows they aren't fireworks. That's a that's a gunshot. I heard it before. Safe assumption. I heard it. It's not the same. 1026 a.m. A caller reported a car is parked at the corner of Calle Chacoma Vista. Fancy. At North McCurdy Road. And the caller knows the people inside are up to no good. Because the windows are blacked out and the shades are up. Isn't that like everybody in Espanola? According to Javier Sanchez, that's... I think at least everybody in Espanola. She didn't even stop. My favorite, my favorite business in Espanola is 10.39 a.m. A pinchy penny laundromat caller said a man was threatening to damage the machines and she wants him dispersed from the property. Just disperse him. Just splatter. Just get rid of him. Pieces over there. Pieces over That's there. an interesting usage of the word. <laughs> yes, disperse. Yes, yeah. Can you just... Dis- can I can I disperse a man? Disperse a crowd. Can I put him in a can I put him in a spray bottle and disperse him? Eleven forty four. I like how how true to the you know they cross the t's dot the i's. The true to the reports they are. The real grande honesty is our policy at the real grande Sun Times. A caller requested a welfare check on a woman at the Rock Christian Fellowship, who's talking to herself and standing at the edge of the road. <laughs> She finally found Christ. I, I do talk to myself a lot, but I rarely stand on the edge. She found, she found the, she found the promised land. Maybe that's it. Eleven fifty-one a.m. Well, if you're going, the only thing that you're going to find at Rock Christian Fellowship is that's Jesus. Right. That's right. Still, small voice you hear. Ah. You talk back. Right? You wouldn't be calling nine one one if you knew who Jesus was. Eleven fifty-one a.m. A Lowe's home improvement caller said a man is trying to steal merchandise. Probably a screwdriver. He pulled a knife on him instead. Ooh, I see what you... Oh, the switcheroo there. From knife to screwdriver there, t down Musker. 12.17 p.m. A Burger King caller said a man and a woman are doing drugs behind the dumpsters. Yeah. It's just a Tuesday at 12.17. Day that ends in Y. Yeah. People are screaming at you. Just, the Burger King. 1.13 p.m. Oh, this is the best name. I love this. This is the this is best good. name business this in all of us. My sister was like this. <laughs> A do-or-die hair salon caller reported a man is there 
claiming he has an appointment, but he doesn't. Why are you here? He doesn't want to leave, and it appears he's under the influence of something. Kind of spooky. He's losing his mind. 1.29 p.m. A Santa Cruz post office caller said a car is swerving all over the road and driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, which is it? Is he swerving all over the road or driving on the wrong side of the road? Recent arrival from the United Kingdom. Maybe. <laughs> well, there we go. Hello, chap. How come, <laughs> how come I'm driving on this side of the car, chap? Uh, <clears throat> wow. 1.37 p.m. An Ash Loop caller reported her garage was broken into and a gun case and several baskets were taken. How am I supposed to go chopping? I want to go chopping tonight and I got no baskets. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do it for my own amusement, folks. Not even for you. A Calle de Rio caller at 12.16 p.m. Dispatch, called dispatch and began cussing them out. Saying nothing gets done. And he's going to start killing people if nothing gets done. <laughs> very, the man has a point. Very rational. That's you know? a, it's very sane. I would listen to him. 2.06 p.m. An all-subs caller has said a group of panhandlers are there and refusing to leave. They're crowding the entrance. Ooh, panhandlers crowding. They're like gangs of panhandlers now. Can you know, imagine uh, being such a uh, ripe economic um, engine that mm-hmm. you're, you know. Panhandlers congregate. We operate in gangs. We strip down old ladies, 80 years old. We empty out their their, their coin purses. That, that's the only place there's coin purses anymore in the state of New Mexico. <laughs> Did you take our coin purse? What's a coin purse? I thought everybody was credit. I use the Apple Pay. I take Apple Pay. Huh? You can donate. I, I'm advanced now. 2.37 p.m. An old hospital roll call reported the neighbor's son is wrecking his mother's house. Not nice. Honor thy father and thy mother. Nine months in that That's one. the third commandment. No. Go to church. Chimayo. I hear they take care of kids over there. 3.13 p.m. Someone flagged down an officer at Fairview Lane and North McCurdy Road because they claimed someone was either shot or stabbed. Police couldn't find the victim. <laughs> no blood trail. <laughs> Nothing there. He's either shot or stabbed. But we can't find anything. No blood. No, no victim. 8.35 p.m. A caller on County Road 379 in U.S. Forest said she was on her way to California and her GPS took her down a road and she got stuck in the mud. Didn't make it far. Yeah. Maybe it's because your car's too low, bro. You can't be riding the lowriders in the mud. It doesn't gonna get out. Like that bad stain of the blood, it never gets out. Like a lowrider, like a cholo lowrider in Chimayo. Don't drive it in the mud. 11.14 p.m. A Speedway caller reported a woman is getting high on the side of the building. Isn't everybody getting high, though? Really? 12.56 a.m. A caller reported two men are trying to break into Burger King's where they're shooting up and armed with pipes. <laughs> we got everything. This we must really want the Whoppers. Rocks, pipes. Are Whoppers more expensive than Big Macs? That's the question. Mm-hmm. 1.18 a.m. A Santa Clara apartments caller said there's drug activity by the playground. There's several people around one car and somewhere is honking the horns. Playground. Playground. 3.47 a.m. He it's late or early. An all-subs caller said people in front of the store are jumping on the refrigerators. What are they looking for? What is jumping on the refrigerators? What is this? Oh, those Gremlins? 6.44 a.m. A Bayes Lane caller reported someone parked in a car is using drugs at the drug dealer's house. Reasonable place to do it, I guess. <laughs> 
We're a full service drug dealer. Do you know where the drug dealers house? You know at the drug dealers house. I thought you were 5-0. You know where the drug dealers are. 9 a.m. Sharp. Sharp. A guy over then the caller said a man is passed out on the curb and she wants him to leave. He's passed out. Wait for him to wake up. No one then ask wants him to, to leave. leave. Yes, but yeah. anywhere. That is true, Dal. Man, I think we could write everything and we need to sort of congregate one sentence for That's the right. ultimate ESPA oh, yeah. elements. 10.06 a.m. An eagle. No one's going to make me leave from my land. Tierra muerte. An Eagle Village Apartments caller reported a man climbed 30 feet up a tree and told the caller he was sexually assaulted and it won't get out of the tree. <laughs> I don't think that's really wow. anything, but That is quite the report. <laughs> that's one way to respond. Wow. A man climbed a tree, told the caller he was sexually assaulted, and now he won't get out of the tree. Wow. It's bad. You want to how, how bad is it? You're climbing trees 30 feet up and not leaving because you're getting sexually assaulted. Uh, Police said substance abuse might have played a role in this. Yeah, 6.51 p.m. A Walmart caller said a customer hit her with her cart. Isn't that like every day? How do you even report that? Is that that? assault or aggravated assault? Maybe it's just throwing me a sign. He's giving me a hen, you know. Are you you giving me the bad look? Don't be giving me a hen. Don't give me the ojo. The mal ojo. Do you know what mal ojo is? The bad eye. 6.51 6.51 p.m. A Paseo de Paralta caller reported her younger brother is on drugs and wants money for more drugs. And he's arguing with her about it. Hey, I don't know what to do. My brother's here. He wants more money. Why? 7.44 p.m. An East Roman caller said her boyfriend hit her with a camera. Camera. Wow. That's, I didn't even know anybody had a camera anymore. I thought everything was on the phone. 8.57 p.m. A caller reported employees at El Rey Liquors Sold her drunk husband more liquor, and she wants to speak with an officer about I think that this is a very serious report. This is a woman that's getting to the root of the problem. El Rey. Hey, he's listen, the king. W- willing vendor, willing purchaser. That's capitalism. <laughs> Mar- clearing the market. Now till 3 p.m. A Las Lomas apartment scholar said three girls had an eight-year-old girl pinned down, and when she told them to let her go, they jumped her. How do you jump someone who's already pinned down? We let her go, and we jumped her when she tried to get up. Everything's at Wendy's. The frosty, better than the slushy, better than ocean water. A Wendy's caller reported people by the dumpster are shooting up. Burger King's, Wendy's. I say the 5-0 just hanging out there. 10.34 p.m. A Walmart caller said a woman drove up to the caller and threw a drink at her and pulled out a knife. Boy. <laughs> what I do? That's, 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 very, that's a very active woman. Boy. Throwing the wow, didn't do it at all. Santa Clara apartments caller. Oh, we're heading yeah. there. Oh, I've been waiting for this part. Reported people are playing loud music and cooking in the hallway. Cooking. What could you be cooking in the hallways? 3:02 a.m. Ghost Ranch. Ooh, spooky. O'Keefe said a person is missing in the wilderness. Ooh, that that is the creepiest one of all. You don't want to be missing at a place called Ghost Ranch. 5:25 a.m. A caller at Calle Sandoval in North Railroad. Avenue reported a woman is vomiting blood because she was drinking. Ooh, that's serious. Yeah. Get your help. Wow. That's, I once heard Eddie that I want to help her. That the real hardcore alkies on the street, this is in Boston. Yeah. They only Boston. drink they only drink the clear stuff because if they drank wine when they vomit, they can't tell whether it's truly blood or not. That's a that's a nice thought on a Friday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Doubt has uh, doubt has taken us down I, there. I, I, I'm from the streets, you know. I know the CD underbelly. You roll it hard. Six thirty-three a.m. A Northern New Mexico College caller 
reported a homeless person is in the main building. Living there? NIMBY. <laughs> uh, a future NIMBY member. I don't want to help the homeless. They're here. I'm calling the cops. Registered Democrat called in. That's what they should have said. 7.40 a.m. A Sacred Heart Church caller said a man has passed out in the gazebo at the cemetery. That's about the most peaceful place you yeah. could go. Those, I think that, he's not harming anybody. He's sleeping. Why you got to call? He's not disturbing anybody. Everyone's dead. 8.27 a.m. And a Rito caller said someone cut 10 inches of hair off her horse's tail. <laughs> Wow. If that happened in Corrales. How did you know it was 10 inches? (laughs) That's That's a good point, yeah. That's a little weird. Measure it every day. That's oddly oddly (laughs) exact, ma'am. How do you know it was 10 inches and not 3 inches or 12 inches? (laughs) I was going to answer that question, but I'll leave it alone. 9.26 a.m. A caller reported finding a Los Alamos bank bag on top of the ATM across from Chili's. He said there's a phone and other items in the bag and wants to turn them over to the police. Hmm. The police determined there was a phone and a bunch of paraphernalia in the bag. Oh, that, wow, good thing. forgot happened. the word drug in that final sentence. Espanola is turning it around. Right. Wow, look at that. Citizen. Well, that is solid. <laughs> Getting a response, the police respond, and they find out exactly what he reported. It's a start, Dowd. It's mm-hmm. a start. Yeah, yeah. Journey of a thousand miles. They're gathering outside our window. They're going to come take us down. This is the this is the final broadcast of the Rock of Talk, the elongated uh, ESPA police. Here. Yeah, yeah, it's all in. <laughs> 9.42 a.m. An old hospital roll caller said a young man of color. <laughs> Purple, green? And orange? we're the bad guys for doing the police blood. A man of color. I don't know. He's a man of color. He's yelling and cursing at everybody's. The color couldn't give a description of the man clothing because he said he was not trying to make eye contact with him. Malojo. He. Don't give me the bad eye. Don't give me the stink eye, no. You white people, you call it the stink eyes. 9.50 a.m. A Speedway caller said she needs help. But wouldn't explain what's going on. What's going on? An employee got on the phone and said a woman is bleeding from the face. I don't, where on the face? I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> Seems a very, very tense situation. Might have been one of those people shot in the head. Murder Mike's people who live. We got a Dollar Tree and a Dollar General in Espa. <laughs> 10.54 a.m., a Dollar General in Hernandez caller reported a homeless man is hitting the trash and threatening employees with a stick. Screwdriver sticks. Pipes. Oh, there. Yeah. We Rock. got it all. Yeah. Y todo. That's a good friend who used to say that all the time. Y todo. All of it. Come visit me at Dollar Tree. I have everything. 10.56. 11.27 a.m., a county road 92 in Chimayo requested a welfare check on a man who was supposed to meet her in town, but now he's not answering his phone. What's going on? She went to his house and he's not opening the door. And all the windows and the doors and all the vehicles are there. Police determined the man's fine. He's just sleeping. <laughs> Mimi's. He's sleeping like uh, Snuffleupagus. <laughs> a big, big bird. We have a big bird. 12.25 p.m. A West Sanchez street caller said her boyfriend went to her house and is fighting with her and her friends. He's throwing chairs and trying to hit them. Well, I, I suppose he was trying to. If he's throwing chairs, he's got to be trying to do something. Rock, sticks, I mean, isn't Bobby Knight throwing the chairs in the middle of the gyms? I haven't hit the drones yet. We got rid of our basketball coach long time ago <laughs> after we won the state championship. We stole this trophy 
2.53 p.m., a private drive, 10.62 in Alcalde, caller said our sister is there and starting problems. She also said they got into a physical fight. No, not an argument, a physical fight. There were no deputies available to respond to the call. <laughs> Why would you report that? Like, we, we don't want anything um, to do with this they're fighting. <laughs> they're pulling each other's hair. I'm not going to get into the middle. Girl I'm fight, fighting no with thanks. my sister. <laughs> 3.40 p.m. A Via del Norte caller said her patio furniture was stolen mm. every day. That's I think that's a, don't even report that. Yeah. Just let it go. Someone's sleeping. I'm on the third floor of my apartment building. Nobody's stealing anything. 4.56 p.m. A La Jolla street caller reported a man is riding around on a bicycle and creeping people out. <laughs> He's looking at people. He Joe keeps Biden driving by. Creeper. 505. A Kentucky Fried Chicken caller said, man, are in the bathroom smoking crack. Wow. If there's any place you're going to do any drug, it's at a fast food restaurant in Española. Mm-hmm. They threatened to beat him up. The ca- they threatened to beat up the caller <laughs> if she makes them leave. That is weird. Huh. Wait. Hey, if you make us leave, we're going to beat you up. Oh, it sounds to me like I'm not going to make you leave because you're going to beat me up and... Sounds like you have the upper hand. Wow. 7.03 p.m. An Avenida Canada caller reported a man is on a motorcycle. <laughs> and he's ripping up the area and wants to fight people. <laughs> 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 a lot of testosterone in them. The motorcycle wasn't enough to get him going. He's still looking to fight. You got to be like amped up. 10.20 p.m. A Walmart caller said a man is in the restroom. He's been hiding in there since the store closed. Call him sleepy. Sleepy and creepy and weepy. <laughs> Have you ever seen the little homies gathering? Have you ever seen the little homie figurines? No. Little homies, look them up. Okay. The guy, he invented it here in Albuquerque. Oh, wow. In Burke. I'm going to get all the little homies. I'm going to put them on top of my, right on top of my, my computer. I think you can get like all 300 or something for like 600 bucks on Amazon. I looked it up one day. I was thinking about decorating the... The, the Kiva, the Kiva, the Kiva. <clears throat> Didn't think it was Kiva enough. Uh, 1029 a.m. A Truchas caller reported his license plate was stolen. <laughs> you know, he didn't put it on. He probably never got in there to put in the. He didn't have a screwdriver. They stole it. I don't have a screwdriver. Someone keeps taking all the screwdrivers and sitting on the curb thinking a screw's loose. 12.07 p.m. A white swan rode in okay. A wingate caller said a man looks beat up. Better check him out. He looks kind of beat up. No. 12.51 p.m. A caller said a man is carrying a rifle and walking near Taos Lane in Fairview Lane. 12.59 in North Monterey. Lane caller reported a 31-year-old daughter was beat. Everyone's getting beat up. Hopefully not with a screwdriver. That was that was the beat up day. huh? Is this one week? I feel like this is a month. Just one week. <laughs> Wow. I was up late last night. <laughs> Makes the bear, bear make it, ladies. Uh, that, that song isn't long enough. 1.49 p.m. A, a Caballo Kino drive caller said people at the last house are selling drugs. How many drug dealers are there? Boy, I really got to get through this, boys. I, I'm, I'm trying to get through the entire blotter. I don't think, gonna I don't make, think it. I'm going to make it. <laughs> let, me, let me hustle. Let me hustle. All right. A Burger King caller said an ex-employee went inside and threatened to shoot them. 4.58 p.m., a Lucero Center caller, Center caller reported a man is smoking in front of the doors, and it stinks. <laughs> Someone actually thought to call that in. <clears throat> a Kyle Rodendo caller reported a woman is yelling that her boyfriend bit her. Eee, Mike Tyson. What's your, what's your husband? What's your boyfriend's name? Mike Tyson. 
7.50 p.m. An officer stopped to check on the drunk man at El Rey Liquors. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. This is this is unbelievable. 8.16 p.m. A bond house caller reported a group of vehicles. Oh, here we go. Reported a group of vehicles are getting ready to drag race in the area. I'm glad that that's a pre preemptive strike. Nice job there. 8.19. A Freddy's frozen custard caller said a woman is bugging customers. Because Freddy's is so damn good. The steak burger, no, it's so good. <sighs> they are good, but I'm getting hungry. 10.22 p.m. A Fairview Lane caller said a man is walking back and forth on her property and acting all crazy. 10.36 p.m. A Food King caller reported about a dozen vehicles are doing donuts in the parking lot. Oh, that's a no-no. Gonna burn out all the tires. Not that they're tearing up the streets and that matters, right? 11.28 p.m. An upper San Pedro caller said a drunk driver hit his fans. 11.43, a Fairview Lane caller reported her daughter pulled a knife on her and told her to get out. Huh. Boy, these family That's problems. These are commandment. big domestics. 11.50, a Speedway caller said a woman threw change at her. <laughs> Dangerous weapon. Find the panhandlers now! <laughs> 7 a.m., a lower San Pedro round caller said her child's father trashed the apartment and fled. That's no good. He's mad. You owe me rent, baby girl. 7.41 a.m., a Milagro Mobile home park reported there's a man in the biz in the bushes next to the playground. A lot of people in the bushes. They're always creepers. 8.30 a.m., an all-subs caller said a bald man with a screwdriver <laughs> tried to break into one of his employees' That's the third vehicles. That's the fourth, fourth. one. <laughs> 2.07 p.m., a Paleta bar caller said a man has been in the restroom for 20 minutes and might be doing drugs. Maybe the Paleta is real good. It's great going in, but nothing's coming out. We're not going to make it. A garden loop caller reported her two grandsons are trying to fight with each other and her husband. One pulled a knife on them and took a running at the ditch. Uh, 10, 1047 uh, p.m. A Leano uh, road caller reported a 50-year-old woman is choking a popcorn. <laughs> we got to end it there. Uh, that, the that's it. That you got to call that in. Instead of helping her with the popcorn, you decide She's to go ahead and call 911. By the time that that thing is done, it is done. Wow. That's an embarrassment That's of riches. So well, to Javier Sanchez, among others, uh, today. We appreciate everybody tuning in to the Kiva this week. It's been a fun week. Uh, not necessarily for me, but uh, certainly for all of you. And Dow, boy, I got to say, this is the best two weeks uh, in the Kiva that you have had. And looking forward to the big 5-0. Back, back on site. Yeah, next month. Next month. Yeah, it's going to be good. So, folks, we will see you bright and early Monday afternoon, night, 4 p.m. here. Good night. Good night, Marianne. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> well, you know, we're doing the Waltons. We'll see you guys 4 p.m. on Monday. I'll be in tomorrow at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening. This is The Rocket. 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.